You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet, and welcome to another Tadpog podcast. Just a, just a little artisanal homespun podcast where... We record from a Panera. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exclusively. I'm, I'm, we are a Panera Bread exclusive yeah. podcast. We're that guy yeah. sitting at the t- table, the hu- the biggest table with his laptop <laughs> yeah. for eight hours. Yeah, and three microphones <laughs> and a mixer. Uh, it's fine. Don't worry. I paid for my $18 bagel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That buys me at least four hours here. <laughs> exactly. And I'm going to take... And my problem with Mario... Thank you, thank you, thank you, Chad. Uh, <laughs> is there sour cream sheet? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we need dish foley. Just, just very, very loud <laughs> vibration. Just... <laughs> <laughs> this Panera kind of sucks, guys. It's so loud in here. Let's go to Waffle House. <laughs> I'd much rather. That's, that's the better recording. Experience. I'd much rather. Oh, it'd be much louder, but <laughs> but, but, the, but, but more but, interesting. Yeah. You enjoy loud, the food yeah. more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the Waffle House greater suck. than Panera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do love Panera, but fuck, is it expensive? I like McAllisters, uh, man. Like if I got to choose between Panera and McAllisters, I've only been McAllisters once. I like it. They got yeah. like good salad. Yeah, they got a good salad. A, they got a good, good sandwich. Yeah. yeah, they're good. Okay, about in that same price range though. Uh, hmm. Yeah, they do like that. They do like their food. A little overpriced. The Panera's like crazy overpriced, yeah, man. Yeah. My son used to work there. Yeah. And they would throw away so much shit at the end of the day. That's why it's so expensive, maybe. And it's like, come on. <laughs> There's like $5,000 worth of fucking like scones that you're just tossing in it's the It's a trash. 1990 Geo Metro <laughs> worth of food right there. Good one. <laughs> <laughs> well, today on Tadpog... Uh, of course, we are, we are going to do something a little different. Here, we do you podcasts a little different right here at Tadpog. We do things a little different. We record in Panera. We like to think outside the box. But not inside the Panera, right outside the Panera yeah. in the dumpster yeah, yeah, yeah. with the raccoons. Where all the scones are. Yeah, the $2 yeah. bagels are in there. <laughs> so the randomizer threw us a strange curveball. It did. In that it selected... Star the Star Fox competition card. Yeah, well, let's go ahead and get in front of this. Nobody knows how to say the name of this game. Like <laughs> yeah. experts, like whenever I, like I did a lot of research on the on this stuff, and it's like some people call this game Super Star Fox Weekend Challenge, and then other people call it Star Fox Super Weekend Challenge, and it's because the label has is the Star Fox logo, and then around it are super and weekend. And it wasn't a thing that was sold, so there's no like retail record of the uh, name of the game. So it's just like, whatever. Right, n- right Nintendo, we must know. Yeah. Right yeah. Nintendo's graphic designers. Yeah, man, really. From, from Don't dead, open inside. <laughs> <laughs> well, since we are doing this, this competition cart, which is its own thing in and of itself, and we're going to expand on that into competition cards in general. 
Yeah. So because of that, these are these are older games. We had to we had to bring on Ian because Ian said, "Hey, Tyler, I've got a couch I want to give you." And I was like, "Come and record on Monday and bring that couch." <laughs> so here Ian is. And and to boot, I didn't bring the couch. You didn't bring it. Was raining because it's <laughs> raining. Yeah, it's horrible and, out there. And uh, well, it wasn't. But I, we were talking about. I was talking to. Tanya about this earlier. If I had loaded that couch in the back of my truck, it would have started pouring down rain instantly. <laughs> yeah. But uh, this couch is I, I, three days. I tried getting it out of my house. I don't know how we got it in. <laughs> oh, it's a big boy. Oh, it's a big boy. We could not get it out. We could not get it out. And finally, finally, we got it out the front door. And so now it's in my garage. It's probably going to smell like fuel. That's yeah, all right. Yeah, whatever. I like fuel. Fuel and maybe cigarette smoke. I mean, it smells like garbage in here, so yeah. it's fine. Not specifically <laughs> right here, Not here in this area. It's just area. one small area of the of the gaming area. <laughs> Which is very disconcerting. I <laughs> don't is know like, why. It is like a five-foot sphere, five-foot diameter <laughs> sphere of garbage smell. It's, yeah, it's like a sphere of invisible death. Yeah, uh, yeah. Doesn't yeah. feel good in there. No, no. <laughs> but anyway, I couldn't get it here tonight, and so now Tyler's going to end up picking it up later this week. Yep. <laughs> but I told... Tanya, I'm like, well, I can't take the couch out to Tyler's, but is it cool if I still go record? And she's like, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I'm glad that you're here, man. Yeah, me I was too. excited. Glad for to it. be here. Glad to be here. So I, uh, I make no bones about it that I am a huge fan of last podcast on the left. Our and last podcast on the left. Our last podcast. On the left. <laughs> uh, and I think this episode, more so than any other episode, is going to be like last podcast on the left. In that on on last podcast, Marcus Parks does generally all the research and is the backbone of the show, and then he's got two guys there for goofs. Yeah. So I know, Dave, you fell down a huge multi-hour rabbit hole on the yeah. research. Yeah, but I wanted to do it. And he and I are loosely connected to it, and we're mostly here for goofs. Yeah, <laughs> I, I watched I watched um, maybe 25 minutes worth of stuff on yeah. YouTube today as part of my research, and that was it. Well, nope. I'm glad. That counts what we watched. I was I worried here. I was going to scare you off because yesterday I sent out a text message where it's like, Here's your syllabus. Here's four. And yeah. half, here, it's like, look, I did four and a half hours of research. I realize that you guys probably aren't going to do that, and that's totally cool. But in case you want to see my notes, here they are. I looked at your notes. So they I read through your notes. So it was I useful. Too. Followed some they, links. They were very good. I notes. thought about yeah, maybe you put not them together doing very well because I didn't want you guys to be like, "Oh fuck, this guy." No. Like, <laughs> no, I was like, "I'm just. I'll, I'll read this and watch these videos." Like yeah. Dave is. Like Dave asked yeah, for. You it. have adequately prepared me. I think. To be here for this mm-hmm. episode. Well, it's because I'm I'm anxious. I'm anxious for this episode because we never really done an episode like this. It'll be fine. Like we're we're very normally we are very like this is the game we're gonna talk about, and then we kind of talk about it. But yeah, this yep. one's like here are like six fucking games that we're gonna talk about. And I don't know really that much about right. them because like the documentation on these <laughs> things are. Few and far between, and it's like it's, something. It's like world record speed runs before Twitch. You're right. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> just gonna take that guy's word for it. I yeah, guess he said he did it. <laughs> I I watched an interview. Like uh, it wasn't really an interview. It was just a guy who went to one of these competitions and he just talked about it for an hour. And I listened to it. <laughs> I'm like, well, I guess I have to take his word for it because no one else is saying anything different. Oh, speaking of Twitch, remind me when we get to the part where we're talking about the Universal Studios Kids Challenge thing oh, or whatever. Yeah. Just you want to re- talk about it now? <laughs> remind, remind, remind me about Twitch. Remind me about Twitch. Oh, Siri sh- said reminder. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> She's very temperamental. Oh, so you're say? Tyler. Yep. yep we I'm got Ian. Tyler. I'm Dave. We do have a package. 
Yeah, let's do that package oh, first. But let's, do, let's do some other, let's do multiple things first before we do, do this yeah. Yeah. deep dive. But uh, maybe the thing you were going to do is say what we normally do on this on this show. What yeah. we normally do is uh, we, we created a dark, twisted god called the Randomizer. Yeah. And the Randomizer looks through Wikipedia's list of Super Nintendo games and randomly pulls one out and makes us play it. And this week it's just like, um... What are you going to do about this? Yeah, let's make them make a decision. <laughs> and normally if we get a game that's part of a series and they're all very similar, like a sports game, we'll do all of them at once. Right. So when you pulled, when Randomizer pulled this one, you were like, hey, there's also a Donkey Kong competition card right. that's listed on here. So let's just do competition cards. Okay. How about, yeah. All right. And we'll see how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be fine. Yeah. I'm yeah, I'm sure it'll be fine. At the very best. Or at the very worst, it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, at the very worst. <laughs> at the very best, it'll be like, oh, it was fine. It was pretty good. <laughs> it was okay. It was okay. It's pretty good. Uh, we do have a package here that came in from one Michelle and Janie. So oh. I guess two. Uh... I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just reminded of that one five-star iTunes review a long time ago where it was like at least one. I'm glad one of them knows about video games. And you and I both were like. Who do you think he's? Who do you think he's talking about? I, I think he's talking about you. Uh, I think I he's talking know. about you. Yeah. We literally had an argument where it's like, no, I'm pretty sure you know about. more. You know more. I'm pretty sure it depends on what episode they yeah. listen to. Like if they tuned into like Earthbound or something, yeah. they're like, I don't know what this Dave guy is. But fucking if they tuned into any other episode, it's Dave. Maybe the Legend of Zelda. <laughs> A Zelda episode, punch out Earthbound. <laughs> well, I was referring to the, the episode where you got drunk and talked about eating ass. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> a very good episode. If you have not listened to The Legend, Legend of Zelda, Zelda for the NES. With Brandon Hawkins. Like, <laughs> yeah. that is wild. My friend I hadn't seen in like 15 years. <laughs> what you got in that package? Uh, I have a thing that is maybe not intended for us. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's from Janie and Michelle, well, so you never def- know. No, it's not for me. Maybe it's not intended for us. I don't... I don't... <laughs> no. Oh, nope, it's not. All right, go ahead and put that back. So never mind, we don't have a package. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that for? Is it for Nicole? Uh, I mean, I guess it was for, but it's not for us. <laughs> I'm just going to bring this to lunch with me tomorrow when I see um, Nicole. <laughs> it does clearly have her name written on it. Oops. It doesn't say Tadpog care of Nicole Nance. Just Nicole Nance. Oops. Oops. So, don't have a package. That's not a great start. Well, I've got something. There's your chlamydia medicine, Nicole. <laughs> It's like David. The that J.D. and Michelle made for you. Special artisanal home-crafted chlamydia <laughs> cream. Uh, also, I am... Because Josh gave you chlamydia, <laughs> allegedly. No, no, it's not. After we're done, you've got to tell me what that is. No, it's... No, it's... Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's I can't very tell personal. You. I really can't tell you. It's definitely not chlamydia medicine. It's, it's a suicide kit. <laughs> it's certainly not. Sorry about that. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> what do you have, Ian? You got a you got a thing? I, well, I made I made up because I didn't know if we were going to have a lot to talk about given the subject matter today mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i know you guys like answering questions we do so i made a little 
questionnaire. Is this a which friends which friends character are you quiz? No, 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 no. Right. This is just random questions I came up that I thought would be interesting for you and us, us can to we, answer. Can we give you ten minutes and you make a what friends? Or, or no, because I don't know enough about friends or, to be able to. How do about that. this? We give you twenty minutes and you can make a what incarnation of George Carlin are you? Mm. Are you George Carlin from Thomas the Tank Engine? Are you stand-up George Carlin? <laughs> are you George Carlin from Dogma? <laughs> are you George Carlin from that scene where he's the truck driver who gives a blowjob in... Oh, what movie was that? Was that Dogma? No, he was the... Was he both? I don't remember. Uh, that was a Kevin Smith movie, I believe. I think it was. I think it was Jane Bob Strike Back. I think, I think it go. was, but I'm not positive. <laughs> You've well, already I, written I the quiz. I do give blowjobs <laughs> to truckers, <laughs> so I guess that's me. <laughs> that's the question. Question number one. Do you do give blowjobs to truckers? Here's my CDL license, motherfucker. <laughs> Top 10 podcasters who get, get blowjobs to truckers. Get to sucking. BuzzFeed will have that out there tomorrow. <laughs> I demand my BuzzFeed money. <laughs> Fuck, I need it. Right? Uh, no, it's just a, some random questions I thought of today. Also, I I'd I like to it. ask yeah. you guys, and we can all, all right. answer if you're, cool. okay. if you're yeah. interested in hearing what I my answers as well. I'll answer Of too, course, but. of course. Okay. Here we go. Ready? Yes. Yeah. There's no title for this quiz. Is the, it's, is, it's, that's the title. Is the first question, who is that package for? <laughs> what was The second question is, <laughs> what, what was, was in, in that package? package? Chlamydia medicine, okay? Any, Are you happy now? In high school, any essay that I couldn't think of a title for, I just called Melba Toast. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. You titled it okay. Melba I just, Toast? I would always just call it Melba Toast. All right. All right. Well, this is Mel. This is the, <laughs> a, it's not even a quiz. It's just questions. <laughs> the questions are Melba Toast. First question, and if you, you some of these I don't know if you have an answer or know the answer. Whatever is no no penalty. There are no, no points, wrong answers. No here. wrong answers. This no is, points. This is like art. Yeah. Well, I have a degree in it, so <laughs> me too. I'm sorry. You know, <laughs> it's, it's working out great for us, isn't I've, it? I've never <laughs> earned even a single dollar as a graphic designer. <laughs> me <won>. neither. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just donate just, your time. Just working for, for exposure yeah, for the last yeah. 12 years. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, I get it. <laughs> All right, first question. Uh, you can figure out who wants to answer first. What, what, what was your name going to be if you had been born a female in this case, a different gender? Mine's super easy. Yeah. Dana, because that's what my sister's name is. So ah, my okay. parents took the route of, hey, we already got a girl name 13 years later. Got a girl. Your name is Dana. <laughs> okay. Sarah. 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 Okay. Yep. All right. There is a there's a there is a Sarah and your last name who lives in our town. Yep. She's awful. <laughs> <laughs> She's awful. <laughs> um mine was gonna be Rachel. Rachel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh what was your first word? Bird. I was raised by birds. I don't know if you guys knew that or not. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Your, my, f- your first word was, ah. Yeah. <laughs> my parents adopted me from the aviary yeah. at the age of two. They just found me in this tree. You know? Yeah. I'm going to assume mama because I don't remember any, anything else. And that Nothing else comes to mind. Okay. Ian? Truck. Truck. Yeah. All right. Kenna's was no, no, no. Henry's was moon. <laughs> uh, when I told Cockmaster Ashley Shake that, he's like, do you think he'll be an astronaut? It's like, maybe. Yeah. Maybe he will. <laughs> or moon, or that's he's, weird. Or he's a lunarian. I don't know. One of the two. <laughs> maybe he'll bring us the gift of media. I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember Cohen's first word, my grandson's first word. I think he his, he might have been, it might have been Graham's just because he's with my wife literally every day. So it's probably Graham. That makes sense. Took him a while to get pappy. She's Grams and you're pappy? I'm pappy, yeah. All right. Did you ever run away from home? 
And if the answer is yes, what did you take with you? That is a two-part question, but not two questions. I never ran away from home, although I definitely thought about it for really stupid reasons when I was seven. Okay. Yeah, I always thought about it. And I think the most I ever did uh, was in this house in the third grade. And I think I ran as far as the tree line back here that you can see. And you remember, that's pretty far. That's a good distance. That's pretty far. And then I also remember... um, seen an episode of Muppet Babies where Gonzo went to ran, run away from all his friends and he hid in the closet and sang a song and pretended he was on Mars <laughs> right? far, far I remember away. that one. Yeah. yeah. So I Watchmen hid my closet. Watchmen fucking took that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Watchmen took go. that shit. <laughs> yeah, they lift a lot of shit. Dr. Van Antlis lost from They lifted a lot of shit from Muppet Babies. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I hid in my closet and sang a song sort of like that about nobody liking me and wanting to run away. Yeah. Until I, think, I got bored of being in my closet, and I just came mm-hmm, out. Mm-hmm. Instead of running away, I think I just laid on the floor and cried and played with that doorstop spring thing. Yeah. What was it about those? I did that too. Henry does hours. it. It's hours. just like a fucking thing. I don't it's like, know. It's like a metal penis that makes a noise. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's what we're all looking for in our lives. Really, it is. If only, if only <laughs> mine would get hard like this one. I don't Man. understand. Why can't mine make that noise? <laughs> mine hurts when I bend it one way. <laughs> um, I, I also ran away about that same age, about third grade, age seven mm. or uh, whatever What did is. you take with you? Uh, well, I only got as far as the back patio of the duplex we lived in, mm-hmm. but I managed to get every single Star Wars toy I ever owned uh, <laughs> onto the ta- table on the back patio. And one, uh, there was an X-Wing and a Millennium Falcon Oh yeah, involved, you gotta get and a this. TIE fighter. I had them all, and I, I mean, every I was certainly going to run away. Is that why you I didn't, didn't know get... how I was going to get all that shit? I was about to say, is that why patio? you didn't get very far? You're like, fuck, yeah. this is a lot of work. I, I'll just I, stay here. I don't even remember what caused me Maybe it's me not to... so bad if I have more toys that I can carry. Maybe I should <laughs> run away. <laughs> um, I don't know what brought it on, but I, re- I do remember my mother being very understanding. Like, she knew that whatever the hell had made me mad, that this, it was probably my first brush with real... Honest to God, anger, and all I needed, to, all I knew to do was get out of here. I, I want to mm-hmm. leave. I don't want to be here anymore, you know. But she, she ended up being really cool. She, she was very understanding about stuff in a way that my dad never did manage. So, you know, I was lucky in the sense I didn't get in trouble. It was more of a funny story later. But she took me seriously, and it was, you know, okay, all right, mm-hmm. I get it. You're really angry. Let's, what are your terms? Let's, yeah. <laughs> what are your terms? Let's talk. So, you know, it was, I, I, very distinctly remember that. We lived in a, a apartment complex, duplex, a complex of duplexes. Mm-hmm. Just about 12 or 13 duplexes. I don't even, I think it might have been in Reland or something. I can't remember exactly where that was, but that was a weird place. A lot of really mean kids lived there. And of course, I was the fucking youngest around and I was always the fodder, you know, mm, getting picked on a lot. Yeah. And I, that probably didn't help with my no, probably mentality not. of I, I got to get out of here. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was okay. I managed. I survived. All right. Next question. Let's go find those kids now and I beat them up. Would. Beat fucking asses. I would. They were mean. I, I learned the word pussy from them. Well, they gave you that gift. <laughs> because they said, have you ever seen your mom's pussy? To me. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, like, what? God, that's the worst. I hate that and, shit. Yeah. I hate that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually learned it. And this was not, I don't think they ever explained it to me because they were mean. I want to, God, I want to call one of those guys and be like, no, 
Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see my mother's pussy. The Thank joke you. store called. <laughs> Forty years later, <laughs> I finally get to, hello, Bill. I know I, what that means. <laughs> I just learned and what no. that means. And no. Uh, okay. Next question. I'm getting out of the childhood questions okay. now. Okay. Okay. Uh, the most obscure shows that you watch. Well, this is kind of a childhood question, I guess. The most obscure show or shows that you watched growing up that nobody's ever heard of. Ooh, man, that's tough now. It is because, like, when I was growing up, I don't think anybody was like. I mean, I had friends. We would watch like Red Dwarf and stuff like that, yeah. and that was pretty obscure for for us. Also, what was the name of that? Was it Incredible Wonders? That fucking late night infomercial, like. Man, you can clean your car with this thing. Amazing. Like, well, it was something like that. Sham Wow or the... Amazing Inventions or... I mean, it was something yeah. like that. I wish I could remember what it was, but I fucking love that shit. <laughs> where right. it was just like one... It was like almost like a comedy routine, but it wasn't. Because yeah. there was one like straight... The straight man and then the wacky dude who's like, I can clean anything. And then shenanigans and see. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was way better than I'm pitching I promise <laughs> maybe that's I don't why know. nobody's it heard of it sounds pretty good it sounds yeah. pretty fucking good what and it was there's an Australian guy on there and I'm pretty sure he saw his oh, mom's Jesus. pussy so that's called the noozles I know yeah there's also that I actually think I know what you're talking about and I can't think of the name of it either but I know I think I know what you're talking about are you is it we'll look it up on YouTube yeah we'll have to look that up now <laughs> we, and we'll, look, we'll also look up old um, HBO movie of the week um Intros. Oh, we yeah. Talked about that last time. What about you, Tyler? I remember when you first turn on turn on my street, there's a white house down there that is that is very, very old. Um, I My parents rented it before this house. Um, generally, we always had cable growing up. We didn't when we were in that house. Mm-hmm. So I had to watch a lot of KET and PBS. Snuff movies. And, 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 snu- and the snuff films I found, <laughs> found underneath. under the house. <laughs> yeah. Under the floorboards. <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> you know, old house snuff. Yeah, you know, old house <laughs> snuff. Creek board and old house snuff. It's got a leaky roof, snuff films, plumbing problems. It's, it's, it's part of it. Yeah. Wait, you didn't disclose this at closing. <laughs> I'm sorry. There are no snuff films under this house. We, we can't buy it. Uh, and I remember there was a live action cartoon about a bee who didn't didn't f- couldn't fly, didn't know how to fly. So he always walked along the ground between the flowers mm. uh, until he would find like flowers that had fallen over, and then he would get his get the pollen and whatnot, and then walk back. And all the other bees gave him a ton of shit about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They asked him, "Have you seen his mom's pussy? Have you seen your mom's pussy? Seen your mom's Have you pussy? seen our mom's pussy? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm gonna run away and get all my Star Wars shit and leave. <laughs> and one day, all the bees were out very far from the hive, and it rained. And none of them could fly, so they had to rely the on away, this yeah. bee. They always gave shit to maneuver them all back through the ground because he knew where he was going. So it's Rudolph. It's, it's Rudolph. a Rudolph story. It's Rudolph, Rudolph story, yeah. and no one, no one else has ever seen that but me. Okay. <laughs> what about Dot? Have you ever seen Dot, which is like this Australian um, cartoon that was like overlaid on like live action footage? No. The, the, you talking no. about the bees made me think of Dot because there's this whole like. Dot and like she shrinks and then she like goes on this adventure where it's all these like live action insects and there's like roaches in her house that are like 
red eyed and singing to her about <laughs> murder, probably. <laughs> Ian, um, obscure, obscure show. Yes, I had um, an unhealthy obsession with ninjas when I was younger. There's nothing unhealthy about um, that, man. Well, I mean, at the time, it wasn't as kind of accepted. I mean, this would have been. Were you ahead of the curve? Mid 80s. Oh, yeah, you were definitely ahead of the curve. Like, was it before the Ninja Turtles craze? Uh, it was right before Ninja Turtles okay. started to become a thing. But we were into, like, me and my friend John, not John Turley, the other John that I think I mentioned on the last episode, actually. He, he and I were really close. We lived close together. So we were best buds and we were into ninjas and we made nunchucks and we bought throwing stars. Broomsticks, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah, broomsticks. Yeah, yeah. And I even made one once with some pipe that I filled with ball bearings. Oh, God. So that. <laughs> A true murder weapon. <laughs> it was, actually. It, it was more of an escape route, though. Like, if someone was chasing me, I could empty the ball empty bearings, and they'd slip nice. and fall. Like, I'm I'm thinking in terms of, like, Kevin McAllister before yeah. Kevin McAllister. That's like Goonies style. Yeah. And the Goonies guy, the... Um, Data. Data, yeah. Uh -huh. he, was, he was a big inspiration, too. But anyway... Um, there was a show that came on. I was all about network television. We had cable, but I love watching network television unless it was in the afternoons. And then I would watch all the like Space Ghost and um, the Thundar and the Barbarians and all these cartoons that USA used to show all the time. But um, the show we liked to watch, it was only on for like one season. It was called The Master, and it was it was it had Lee Van Cleef. Whoa, Lee, I love guy. Lee Van Cleef. <laughs> yes, what was, was he doing on he, it? He was the ninja. He was a ninja? He was a ninja. I <laughs> not, shit you not. Not, and a, had, not a badass cowboy? No, he was not. And I need to look this up. Yes. I, when we get done, I want to play you the theme song. Can I? I can't do that, can I? I can't, like, play the theme song to the master on my phone, can I? I mean, and, if you want to, let's just patch it through the board. Okay. Are you worried about, like, copyright or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah, we might get flagged for that. Let's just... I'll play it. Look up the master. All right. And I'll play you the theme after we get okay. off the mics or whatever. Because okay. the theme song was what, the, what hooked me. Okay. I and mean, it was, it's like this sort of halfway disco. I mean, it was really cool. <laughs> and it was just about this old dude who was a ninja. And, you know, Lee Van Cleef, by that point, was an old dude. Yeah. I mean, he was in The Good, the Bad, and the, and the Ugly. And he. He was not bit, super was young then, young I don't man, think. So yeah. flash forward, you know, 30 years, and the dude's a ninja, and he had this protege <laughs> who was like this mullet-wearing guy who was oh training. God, you know, yes. it was – and they went on solving mysteries and adventures and stuff. It was um, – and he was like in urban – it was like in L.A. It took place in like the city. <laughs> All right. It, okay, I'm in. It's terrible, but I, we watched – I watched that Hulu? show maybe <laughs> – <laughs> I watched that out. show fucking religiously, <laughs> and I went back and watched a scene from it the other day yeah. on YouTube. Mm -mm. It's real bad. Yeah, but I'm gonna <laughs> try to watch it just so I can laugh. Does Lee Van Cleef like do stunts and stuff? Or kind of. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, right. maybe a lot of wide shots with Great. a guy that might be the same build as yeah. Lee Van Cleef, okay, kind of like uh, Captain Kirk. You know, when yeah. Occasionally, it's like, who is that guy fighting? It was Captain Kirk. 10 seconds ago. <laughs> yeah, The Master. Okay. That was my all right. my show. I watched so many shows, like all those Simon and Simon and Riptide and A-Team. I, I and, only know Simon and Simon through Adult Swim, yeah. like through like what Cartoon Network yeah. did with the, the parody. Great show, actually. But that's kind of all I really had to watch. So, uh, all right. Next. Have you guys ever seen <laughs> Candle Cove? I've heard of Candle Cove. I've never heard familiar, of that. But it was uh, like a kid's show... In the 80s, that was like, it was about pirates. 
Never heard of that. I mean, it didn't have a long run. I barely remember. Lafitte and crew. Lafitte oh. and crew. <laughs> Lafitte babies. It, it was like I remember. Just, I remember just being very weird of uh, pirates, pu- puppet pirates in Candle Cove. Are you bringing up pirates because of ninjas? Do you guys remember when that was a thing? Oh God, ninjas versus, ninjas pirates. versus pirates. Yeah, vaguely. Mm. Oh yeah. my God. Oh my God. Oh. I just thought of another one. Voyagers. Did you ever see that one? Voyagers with an exclamation point. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Voyagers. Yeah. <laughs> Voyagers. <laughs> hey, mom. Voyagers. Voyagers is on. Is on. Let's watch. Uh, it was about time travel. The last they had a little. Voyagers. <laughs> they had a little thing that looked like a pocket watch that they used to travel through time. No, I don't know that one. Okay, look that up too, because it was Ghost Rider. Bad. Remember Ghost Rider? Yeah. I'm yeah. sure we all remember I do. that one. Did we all miss Arthur here, or Tyler? Were you of, of age for Arthur? I barely I missed, remember Arthur because I, I was Arthur. age. I aged out of Arthur, so I assume that. Ian I definitely did. did. I think Gage was into Arthur. Yeah, for a little while. Yeah, I think yeah. my sister was too. Actually. Um, okay. Next question. All right. Unless you want to keep talking. No, I'm good. Are we okay. doing? We doing good so far? We've each got a hundred percent. Yeah, you answered correctly. <laughs> I like these. Uh, this one is a. This is a. This question is a one-word answer only. Okay. Sammy Hagar or David Lee Roth? David Lee Roth. I'm sorry. <laughs> Roth. Shrug. Okay. Because I thought maybe that might be a, you don't know. Type I don't thing. know. Because don't California know. Girls, like, I've got such an old memory. Of, like, I remember. Yeah, dude. Who wrote the play that um, Mac Tack, they're wanting to do the, the read-through of it? Was that David Lee Roth that wrote that? It was about David Lee Roth. I don't know. I think he, okay. I don't know if he wrote it. Because I think he wrote he wrote it to star in it. Well, then it was definitely David, David Lee Roth. David Lee Roth, yeah. okay. What was that show? The, it was that animated show with the band Death Clock. Uh, Metalocalypse. Metalocalypse. Yeah. I've always believed that the clown <laughs> was David Lee Roth. <laughs> like it was an absolute parody of David Lee Roth. Yeah. Only I, as a clown. Or, you yeah, know, I think that I'm, that might be pretty good. Well, <laughs> an, the answer to the question, Tyler, is David Lee Roth. Okay. And I was thinking maybe you would just say Roth, which is why I said it's a one-word answer. But that's okay. Sorry, I And I got nothing one. against Sammy Hagar, really, but not as – I just – Van Halen was – David Lee Roth for me. It had nothing to do with, for me, the the answer had nothing to do with Van Halen, had everything to do with California Girls. I remember watching that video with my dad. Oh, God, what a video. Yeah, man. What a great video to watch with your dad. Yeah. I mean, it's a bonding it was a bonding. Right it was definitely a bonding moment. Is that the guy who Chris Kattan always was in SNL going bibbity bop? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Bop. <laughs> Dave <laughs> TV. Diddy bop. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, next question. By the way, 1984 is literally in my top three greatest albums of all time. Okay. That's just for the record. It's a great year. It was such a good year. It's an amazing like my year. favorite year, but it's also... Great commercial, too. I was, it, I was born in that year. It was an amazing album. So you were born under the sign of Van Halen's best album, as far as I'm concerned. Okay. Uh, all right. People anyway. always tell me that. <laughs> that's I get your, that a lot. That's your, that's your horoscope. <laughs> when you look at the paper. You look like a Heather. You get that a lot. Okay. Uh, your favorite uh, accent, like mm. like spoken accent, like Italian. To do or to hear? To hear. To get like horny or just regular? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what, what accent do you listen to to get regular? <laughs> Where it's like, man, I'm fucking horny. Fucking, sorry. Fucking, fucking, fucking Jamaican so I get regular. Oh, wait, no, Jamaican. That means I'm hearing it. I'm regular. I've got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Y'all, I can't watch Cool Runnings without busting at least three nuts. <laughs> 
Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I have to like focus on John Candy's Canadian speech to like bring me down. <laughs> That's a good center. It's a good center, <laughs> yeah. I've heard. So what's your favorite? John Candy's my constant. Just the favorite one you like to hear, and I don't guess it matters if it's for horniness or whatever. I never really thought about it like I mean, but, 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 but right? I mean, but Yeah, I guess. I guess. It's favorite one to hear. I don't know. There's so many good ones. There are. That's why British is good. Uh, Japanese is good. Japanese for is horny. Good. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> so probably one of those two. Mm-hmm. Is it en- English to hear? And to do, I like talking like Lafitte, so it's kind of a ah, southern Frenchish, yeah. Cajunish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, what about English, like a particular dialect of English that you prefer over another? Do you like that southern Ross raw? Rachel Green? Oh, that kind you of mean English. like British? So you, you can, British, British, British yeah. The Ross's accent, the Queen's English. Ross's accent is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love listening to that. Ross new talk. and and Sam having both of them on. Yeah, yeah, for real. Um. Mine are I like Russian, the okay. Russian accent, and of Scottish. Okay, yeah. mm. I don't know why. Right. Scottish yeah, is Scottish good. is good. Scottish being my family heritage, heritage. type yeah, thing, yeah. I, but I just like the sound of it. I wish I could do either effectively. Try. I was listening. I was on a phone call. I had to call tech support for something for one of our clients. Yeah, and, and you were like, ah. For, for the <laughs> first time ever, the guy that answered the phone was legit Russian. His name was Boris, for God's sake. <laughs> and he had he had accent like you might expect. It seemed so fake, but it was not. <laughs> it was legitimate. How did you uh, prove? How did you make him prove it? Were you like, "Hey, prove I you're could Russian"? Just tell. Yeah. Just because, and it was so cool because dude, it, dude was also the, like the friendliest. Yeah. Uh, tech guy I've ever talked to, like a big support. You know, one of those places where there's probably five thousand people in right. a room answering calls. For At least four hundred Boris's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, the restaurant. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say Boris was Boris was cool, and I liked his accent a whole lot. I didn't tell him that though, because Josh has a good Russian weird. accent too. Josh, Josh? Yeah, yeah. His uh, his character in Dave's Epic Six game. The, <laughs> oh right, yeah. I forgot about that. The Russian alchemist. Yeah, that's true. The, Who fell down a well and almost <laughs> died. The He's big, the big midnight restaurant at and in, in Murray was Log Cabin. Log Cabin was owned by oh, yeah, quote unquote Irish, an people. Irish dude. Yeah. yeah, and his wife, both Irish. And then, like, I thought this my whole college career until I found out, like, no, they were just faking it for funsies. Yeah, I thought that until like two years ago <laughs> yeah. when you told me that, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was like, are you sure though? <laughs> okay, moving on. I've only got four more questions. Uh, what is your favorite non-pornographic subreddit? Do those exist anymore? Right, I know it's hard. Hold it's... my Cosmo. I just found that is and a I good like that one. one a lot. That is a good one. What's that about? Uh, it is typically drunk women doing drunk women things, not naked things. Mm-hmm. Usually, sometimes usually a, not. Sometimes a skirt will fly up or a technically will fall out or something. Yeah, <laughs> it's blurring the line between a regular yeah. subreddit mm-hmm. and a. But it'd be like getting drunk and then like going to. Bit pure grain alcohol over a birthday cake and catching her hair on fire or something. <laughs> right, you know? okay. right, yeah. All right. I love Ask Reddit. I can look at Ask Reddit all day. Yeah. Yeah, love Ask Reddit. There's also an After Dark version, which is not okay. non-pornographic, mm-hmm. but Ask Reddit After Dark if you ever want to. Okay, there's some good. There's some good ones in there. I also like the SNES subreddit. I spend probably most mm-hmm. of my... Non NSFW browsing time there or hold my butt pasta. Butt pasta is pretty good. Man, I haven't been to butt pasta in a long time. You should go check it out. Okay, I don't know that one. There's a whole hold my (laughs) series like hold my fries, hold my Red Bull. Yes, hold my Red Bull is really good one. Yeah, Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, all the hold mys are pretty, pretty, pretty mm. good. Yeah. Uh, mine, I've just discovered one called Chinesium. What's that? Uh, it's just basically a shitty product where yeah. they have products <laughs> that are broken. That oh, okay. They like went to do the thing the product was intended to do, and it just completely <laughs> detonated or whatever. You know. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Um, so it hasn't been updated in a while though. So uh, it what sucks, is it? But it's got well, a lot of content. I went there. I watched where a guy bought these Chinese uh, clothespins. And it showed him taking each one out of the box, and when he compressed it, it would just shatter. And he did that for like it was twenty of them, and nineteen of them broke. Yeah, like was he really strong? He was just really like, "That's how what? All right. What about this? Yep. Okay. All right. Well, let's just keep going then. How? Uh, yep. All right." Uh, there's like a lot of them too. Like uh, you'll see people that have wrenches that have. The English words printed on the wrench, like heavy duty, spell wrong. Uh, gotcha. <laughs> or there was one that was like an inflatable football that said "Made in Cheyenne." <laughs> you know, just funny stuff like that. Um, also, a big fan of Ate the Onion. I don't know if you've no. Seen what's Ate, Ate the, the Onion? onion. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's where it's basically screen caps of people reacting to Onion articles like they were. Legitimate, oh, like real. That's good. Okay. that's good. It's a good one. So eight, eight, ate, ate the onion. <laughs> uh, I like the Lego subreddit. Yeah, uh, a lot of good stuff there. Just people building cool stuff, and they look at. Oh, you can see old Legos and stuff. You know, cool. And then uh, I, I don't know if I've mentioned this one. A T B G E. Awful taste, but great execution. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, uh, cool. get on one. that one. That's a that's a bad one. I mean, it's great, <laughs> but the stuff in there is like, that can't be real, but yeah. it absolutely yep. is. No, so it's very good. Those are some good ones. All right. Uh, this this is also a very short answer question. Space dicks? I'm sorry. That is the correct answer. <laughs> I didn't do that. I don't know about space dicks or clop in forever. <laughs> uh, who shot first? Mr. Burns. No. <laughs> Greedo. No. Han shot first. Han shot first. That's just a. Uh, but I'm pretty sure in the one I saw that it was it was Greedo it, that shot the first. The one you saw, <laughs> the one you it saw, was. the one you saw, he did. Yeah. <laughs> the argument has always been Han shot first. They edited that shit later. Okay. But Lucas intended for Greedo to shoot first. Ian, remember he told us that. So I think he's full of shit. Yeah, of course he is. I think he's lying and covering it. <sighs> it's, it's so much better if Han shoots first because. Then he has an actual Maggie. like character arc. Yeah, yeah, Maggie did it. <laughs> it was Maggie the whole time. She was under the table. Yeah. They should work that in. They could now. They're all owned <laughs> by the same Burns by the same is suit. Burns is suit. <laughs> uh, all right. Next question. Can you play a musical instrument? And How, if, if so, what what? Technically, yeah, I guess. Not well. What? The saxophone. Okay. Okay. No, no, Got not it. remotely. No, no musical instrument. No, no. Okay. I, I used to be able to play the guitar when I was very young, mm-hmm. but I have since forgotten every bit of it. Okay. Uh, I play bass. I remember uh, being at Apex hearing you play um, the Kids in the Hall bass line by Shadowy Men on a Shadowy Planet. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. 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 I remember that. I remember That's being crazy. like, I'm glad this guy's my boss. We <laughs> recorded my band, my first band in high school that we ended up recording an album 10 years later. Our band's called The Playful Eight. Yeah. We recorded an album in the other half of the Apex Internet building. Uh, do you hear that? Oh, yeah. It's raining real hard. It's rain. Okay. I don't know what that was. Uh, and it's, then the, it's, we, it's our inevitable death. Yeah. 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 Uh, that we found that garbage smell. <laughs> it's, it's the mist. It's coming out. <laughs> we'll be all right. We'll be fine. Uh, we recorded that there, and then I didn't play again for about it was a little while, and then I was recently in another band. This was probably about eight or nine years ago, seven or eight years ago. Um, we actually opened for Filter. 
<laughs> really? Yeah, Filter. Came to Paducah and played a concert, and we were one of the bands that got chosen to open wow. for them. Where did they play? Was uh, it a, like Maiden Alley? It was a Civic or? Center over by my oh, house. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Um, but I've got an actual demo. We actually recorded a demo that was going to be our album. It just never got fully mixed. It was fine. It sounds good. I'm, I'll, maybe I'll give it to I you. Think I've, I think I have that. Oh. I, well, maybe well, I'm not supposed to say that. No, you can't. I think you gave no, that to no, me. No, it's fine. Yeah. I was going to say, put it up on Patreon if they want to, if the listeners want to hear me play bass ever. That's fine. Uh, yeah. Or I'll just, okay. maybe I'll get a Dropbox or something and link it to the nation on Facebook. Fuck yeah. I started as a drummer. I don't know if you knew this. No, I didn't know that. Uh, my drum teacher told me I was I needed to pick up another instrument. Really? Yeah. He's like, he was like, man, I hate to say this, but I don't think you're going to get it. Your drum instructor was like, who shot first? And you were like, Han. He was like, like get the fuck, fuck out. out of my house. <laughs> uh, yeah, he said, uh, you're, you're trying really hard and you're doing the work, but I don't think drumming is your thing. You've got good rhythm. It's just the... I, I always had trouble working the bass drum separately than what yeah, my hands sure. were doing. It's mm-hmm. like... I'm rubbing very, your belly, patting your yeah, head, kind I'm of thing. I'm very yeah. coordinated, but for some reason I just can never get that right. And then, then I sure. started playing bass, and that was that was that. So anyway, all right. The last question, okay, for all the points. Something. Tell me something that you lost, and this is a thing, not like a virginity, not virginity. Okay, a thing. <laughs> something that you lost and you can never get back. And I don't mean virginity type things. I mean like like a like, like a for physical me, object. For yes, a physical object that you lost and you can never get back again. But you still remember it because it was something very important. To you. Uh, the only thing I can think of because you just asked if I could play a musical instrument. The only thing I can think of, and I know I've said I've talked about this on the show before, and I've s- severely regret this. Still, I had a really nice tenor saxophone, ah. a Selmer Paris tenor mm. sax, and uh, I sold it to Allen Music. To buy like five D and D books, mm-hmm. which are now I could buy on eBay for like fifteen dollars. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't tell my parents about that one. Okay. Okay. Because <laughs> then they ask like your when your sister was playing, where's that saxophone? I don't know. Oh yeah, she didn't play it, but they were like thinking about like when she was thinking <laughs> yeah. about playing something. I was like, yep, don't have that anymore. Oh gee, I don't know. I'm sorry, man. It's been a long time. I'll look. No, I told them I still look at. I told them I sold it, but uh, I did not tell them that I bought. Fucking worthless Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> books with it. Don't worry, I got I got sword and fist. <laughs> <laughs> this will, I'll use this for the rest of my life. Yeah, At what point did you rec- did you like, realize like two weeks later? Yeah, yeah, it was I mean, soon, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. I was just saying it yeah. had to have been like immediately. Yeah. I'm like, why did I do that? Yeah, no, it was very, it was very, very soon. Yeah. Okay, Tyler, my sword and fist breakup book. <laughs> yeah, sword and fist was pretty good. It was pretty good. But, yeah. it was pretty good. Oh, man. See, that's hard. Something... You go ahead. Let me think some more. Okay. I My first car that I ever bought with my own money, like it was my car, I wasn't sharing my mom's car, it was right after high school. I bought a 1981 Toyota Corolla uh, for like 900 bucks. And, and I had, when Tanya and I got together, which was not long after high school, obviously, uh, when I moved out of my parents' house, we moved into a little efficiency apartment down here at the Ritz. Okay, yeah. You know the Ritz, right? We yeah. lived in one of those. Okay. We were moving and stuff, and my comic collection was in the back uh, of my Toyota. And um, we were getting ready to go to move again. I left it in the trunk, and we were getting ready to move to Lexington. And I went to get stuff out of the trunk, and I saw my – it was in a duffel bag. And I unzipped the duffel bag, and I'm like, oh, honey, here are my comics. I've been looking everywhere for these. Because it was under a bunch of stuff. Uh-huh. 
went to pick up the comics and they literally turned to dust in my oh hand. Oh my fucking God. They dry rotted in the back of that trunk. Oh my and God. Even the ones that were in the bag somehow oh were just ruined. Um, I had all the issues of G.I. Joe and the Transformers up to like issue 50. I had a bunch of really good Spider-Mans. I had a bunch of just all my comics in this bag and they, it, they looked fine. And then I went to pick it up, and it they evaporated. Just it was like uh, Thanos snapped his fingers. I don't and, feel so good, Mr. Stark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they blew away in the wind, and that that to this day I still think about how much I miss those. Man, you talking about that makes me really miss. Um, in high school, I used to play. You, you might remember this. I don't know because I know you're into Star Wars. But like, this, do you remember the Star Wars collectible card? I game? still have all my cards. Oh my god, I wish I had mine still. And I, it's like I'll go like. No doubt, like three in the morning, I'll be Baja blasted. And it's like, I'm going to go on eBay and buy a whole bunch of these. Don't. And I've got don't. a bunch you can have. I, I'm serious. I have them. Well, fuck uh, that. Let's a, just play. In a binder. <laughs> awesome. Like, I've got like a set of rares and stuff. You know, I want you to look at them. Oh, I wanna yeah. I want to see them. And then I've got a box of just all my extras. It's literally like this long. And, oh, my you know, God. Yeah. I still got those. It's like you're speaking Japanese sure. with a Japanese accent right now. Right? You're getting a little, <laughs> getting a little bothered, yeah. are you? Feeling the blood yeah. flow. Thought I'd bring that to Man. you. Man. Next time, I will bring those so you can look at them. Fuck yes. Yeah, they're... I, did not know anybody but me and Bob. Oh man, had any idea what those things Dude, were? Dude, we played the shit out of those, and it's like that is how I know. So like the bit characters in Star Wars, yes. they had a fucking card for everybody. Me too, dude. That I used to be able to amazing. name Max every member of Max Rebo's band because of those fucking <laughs> yes, cards. Yes. Oh, you're gonna love these. All right. I'm gonna Fuck, bring I them. can't wait, dude. I'm gonna bring them to you. It was so yeah. cool because it had like it was like kind of like Magic the Gathering, but you had like different stages where you'd have like a space battle that was happening that was kind of independent of like what was going on planet side. So yeah. you had these things going on, which was really neat. And I never, I never was very good at the game, but I loved collecting the cards. Fuck yeah, man. And this, Sweet. I was a full blown adult when I was buying them too. I mean, no, look, I get it. Like and, I said, I've yeah. almost bought them on eBay at three in the morning. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to bring them to you. I can't That's wait awesome. to see them, man. All right, have you come up with anything yet? All right, so I've got, let me give you three different instances. One of something that is lost that I felt guilt about. Oh, okay. Now, Spaghetti. I felt guilt. <laughs> I felt guilt about it in the moment back then. Um, I was very callous about it. And then now, like, I don't feel so much guilt because she was terrible. But I remember my high school girlfriend, she gave me her eighth grade class ring. I gave her my eighth grade class ring she wore, and then she gave me hers. Which you guys had eighth grade class rings? Yeah. yeah Good yeah. Lord, man. And I had hers on a necklace around my neck. And at some point in the day, somehow, somewhere, necklace broke, ring is gone, and she was very, very upset. And I was I just get like, it. But shit happens, though, right? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, shit happens. Shouldn't have so, let me have it. Yeah. It's your, it's your fault. It was a fucking risky uh, So I, I felt bad. Yeah. Um, even now, just like, oh, well, sucks for her. She's fucking bitch, though. But, all right. Um, something that, like... Well, something you should have been like, fuck you, you have a ring still. You got mine. I you got nothing. My, don't fucking lose that, though. <laughs> I got fucking nothing. Uh, my can I get my paid, ring back? I lost yours. Yeah, my parents paid $200. I got nothing to show for it, except for you bitching at me. <laughs> Speaking of class rings, real quick, I, this is I've actually lost mine from high school. I, yeah, I, I can't find it. I don't it. know where mine I'm is. not sure where mine is. I think my mom has mine, but I'm not sure. My, my dad was in the, is in the jewelry industry. Right. Mine was gold. 
Mm. And I, I don't know where man. it is. And it had a real uh, peridot in it. Oh, shit. I didn't, I, uh, that's my birthstone yeah. for August. I can't find it. I don't know where it is. I'm so upset. Yeah, that's, but I'm kind of glad I don't know where it is because maybe I'd sell it. Yeah, no, that's why I would want to know where it is. is like, not, if, I thought you said it was gold because, like, <laughs> hell yeah, man, I sell that shit yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. Like if I knew where my class ring was, it would be sold. <laughs> well, it's, sure. it's, I'd buy D and D books probably. Yeah. <laughs> and it's actually got a real gemstone in it, so the gemstone's mm. probably worth something too. But I got, I've been looking for that stupid thing everywhere. I don't know where it is. I don't know what it did with it. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Okay, so go mine ahead. was silver with a ruby in it, and then a diamond in the middle of the ruby. Whoa! And I had—I'm sure it was fake. It was some Balfour bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> and then I had Haste. like I had the um, the theater masks on one side, and some kind of side shit on the other side. Like, I mine had like was a... an art palette and a tornado. Yeah, we were the, the same high school. Tornadoes. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I remember mine had like some kind of like holographic uh, fucking uh, Captain Planet like saxophone <laughs> on the fucking thing <laughs> where it's like they put it inside the stone. Whoa. My, uh, uh, my uh, high school girlfriend's class ring had um, – it was green and had a husky in it, like the 3D husky because her yeah. dog was a husky. Yeah. So. Mine was also green and like that's not my school colors and like I remember like – People, I remember so, even my parents. It? It's make energy. It's it's piece of magicite. <laughs> my parents even be like, "Why do you want a, a green one?" And I'm like, "I like green." And they're like, "Okay." Because green's better. God. <laughs> okay. Because green represents make energy. They're what like, "You're probably gonna lose this in like five years anyway, right?" <laughs> yep. <laughs> True. And uh, something something of value that I'm just like that, that those are fucking gone. Um, my dad couldn't believe we found it at a yard sale, like this old woman's yard Your sale. Garfield jam glasses. <laughs> well, that too. I had, he bought me, he went through this big stack of uh, baseball and basketball cards. Ah. And um, I remember we got them and then we had them sealed because we could not believe we got them. We had a Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Creamy Abdul Jabbar. Creamy Abdul Jabbar. <laughs> so creamy. Not like a, a rookie card. Not a rookie card. Okay. But it his card. We what did, a gruel master. We did have a signed <laughs> <laughs> had a signed rookie Pete Rose. Mm. That oh, was amazing. Oh. And then Yeah, but he gambled, so I mean And then a rookie pistol Pete Maravich. And I it kills me that I don't know that's just gone. That does kills suck. Me. I've got a rookie Charles Barkley. Somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Shrug. And then uh, something else is just like, damn, where the fuck did that go? My PSP. I had a PSP oh. with Final Fantasy War of the Lions on it, and I think I left it in a rental car in Vegas. Oh, that sucks. That does. It probably exploded. My, probably in my, that sun, in the Vegas sun. Yeah, yeah dude. Probably. Like my, I, I stored mine away for a long time, and then I got like, someone was like, dude, those make great emulation, portable emulation machines. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. How about I'd like hack that shit and load it up with NES, SNES games, get up, get that going. I dug it out of the closet and it was like the battery pack, the like the door on it was like bent. Yeah. And it's like, From oh, that's swelling not good. battery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the lithium ion I battery fixed, just I expanded. I fixed a bunch of iPhones that had yeah. uh, swollen batteries. Some to this day, I can't understand how they didn't ever explode, but. Yeah, I looked yeah. it up online. I was like, hey, my PSP battery. And they were like, get rid of that. Yeah. <laughs> Bla- Bla- Somebody's Blake's driving too. down the street in that rental car or two weeks Bam! later. <laughs> wow, what the fuck? I remember that happened to Blake's too, and he did something, but like, yeah, I took it out. I really shouldn't have done that. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. yeah. 
Because he'd replace it with a Pandora battery or whatever the shit he was supposed to do for all that. Yeah, I gave up. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I guess I could get a battery, but... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's face but it. No. It's just something to just throw shit away. <laughs> right, <laughs> <So>. yeah. <laughs> I still got the PSP, but the battery's definitely definitely thrown away. Well, thanks for taking my quiz. No, that was a good quiz. You're I like welcome. That. Maybe, I'll po- maybe I'll post these questions up on the uh, Facebook page. Yeah, please, you should totally do. Let's hear, yeah. let's hear from everybody. Yeah, I love yeah, that. Hell yeah. Okay. Well, you hear that, Dave? I don't. I don't hear anything. Okay. Nothing but silence. I d- definitely don't hear the, the sad... Um, Bluesy sound of a tenor saxophone echoing down um, the stone, the stone streets of Maiden Alley. Oh, just like bleeding gums. <laughs> <laughs> That's more of a jazz flute. The jazz man. <laughs> I'm just gonna let you go. The next thirty minutes is Tyler. <laughs> mastering, mastering the train whistle, Mr. Burgundy. Yeah. Would you honor us with some of your jazz flute? <laughs> do, 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 do. That's what Tyler played in Max Rebo's band. <laughs> the jazz flute. Aqualung. <laughs> I spit all over myself. There are like um, so. Normally, that would lead into a segment called. Dave reads from the Ultimate Nintendo Guide to the SNES Library 1991 to 1998 by Pat Contry, courtesy of Master Mold Mike. But um, those games aren't in this book. Uh, they're on Wikipedia, kind of, sort of. Um, and by bring that, back, bring back the segment. I said kind of, sort of. Oh. Like if you look <laughs> it up on Wikipedia, it's like it it directs you to the Donkey Kong Country page. And then there's like a sentence that says, yeah, there was also a competition card. So wasn't there some big debate last night over Flopsy versus Dave Reads from Wikipedia? Yeah, I asked people because um, you were in there for a bit in Twitch chat. Mm-hmm. And I was like... I was trying to edit. So it was like I was popping in and out, in and out. Yeah. And I was like, is Tyler, Tyler, are you here? And then I didn't hear anything. And I was like, well, I was going to ask him if uh, <laughs> he thought it would be a good idea to uh, make like a poll on Patreon to see if... We use Wikipedia, Dave, from, Dave reads from Wikipedia, or Dave reads from the Ultimate Nintendo Guide to the SNES Library, 1991 through 1998, by Pat Contry, courtesy of Master Mold Mike. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, I got a lot of good feedback on that. I, I wanted to do, like, do you remember, like, um, back in the day, DC Comics was like, we're going to let you decide Robin's fate. Does he live or die? Oh, Cast yeah, your yeah. vote. And then... They've, the readers, and then one guy calls 5,000 times and kills Jason and kill, Todd. Right, exactly. <laughs> so I thought maybe it could be like that. Um, but then uh, a, lot of, a lot of people had some good points where it's like, oh, why not both? Why not do both? Uh, and, I, and what it boiled down to was like, well, I do feel like reading from Wikipedia usually gives more knowledge, like a, like a, mm-hmm. a better breadth of knowledge, because I don't want to read verbatim what someone has written in the Ultimate Nintendo Guide to the SNS Library like in Country has written. Yeah, well, he didn't do all of these. I mean, like, they're, like, a contributing all the garbage and stuff. All right. Uh, Ian, can I borrow your lighter? I need to burn this book. All right. I'm burning it right now. Yeah. It's forever forever gone. Crackle, crackle. Sacrifice to the randomizer. Uh, so 
the honestly, like the deal is the real reason that I like reading from the Ultimate Nintendo Guide to the SNS Library, 1991 through 1998, by Pat Country, courtesy of Master Roll Mike, is that that is really fun to say. I just like yeah. saying that. Hey, and I think it's also I like the content that's in it. Yeah, I do too. And it's it's limited. It's it's very specific to what we're doing now, and then we're done. We're done with it. Right. It's it's the randomizer's bible. When we're done with it's it, we're done with the randomizer. <laughs> Written by pro- by prophet Pat Contry. <laughs> exactly. And all. <laughs> uh, well, one of the suggestions. He, he's the Catholic Church with all his hidden treasures, <laughs> like the the Nintendo <laughs> the World Championship cartridges. Yeah. Uh, well, one of the suggestions was to read from Wikipedia and then maybe check to see what the ratings for the game mm, were in mm-hmm. the Ultimate Nintendo Guide to the SNS Library, 1991 through 1998 by Pat Country, courtesy of Master Mole Mike. So everybody was like, uh, we'd rather you do more work, Dave. That's what we, that's what we want. Uh, <laughs> n- no, I mean, I mean, I didn't take it that way. I was like, yeah, that's a pretty good idea. Um, it is a pretty good idea. Yeah, so I guess, I mean, where do you guys want to start? Do you want to start with what the randomizer has tasked us to talk about? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so there is a thing that that didn't didn't come out in stores. You could purchase it, um, and it was called, according to uh, there's a great website out there uh, called SNES Central, and that's where I got a lot of the information about this particular game and the Donkey Kong Country competition cart. Um, there is a Star Fox game called Super Star Fox Weekend Challenge, and it was specifically made for one event that happened in the spring of 1993. So you could go to Toys R Us, Electronics Boutique. I'm going to mention a whole bunch of stores that we haven't heard of in a long time, Mm -hmm. probably. I Uh, read that, too. I was like, oh, my God. Blockbuster. Media Play? What is that? Not one we had around here. We didn't have that. I don't know But I'm familiar with it. And KB. KB KB doesn't exist anymore, do they? No. Nope. That's the one that had like the toy soldier in the yes. middle of the logo, right? Yes. Man. It was that, and the other one in the mall was K&K Toys. K&K, yeah. Man, I forgot about that one. Holy shit. I remember looking at those um, those like Transformer knockoff toys that had like the- GoBots? Well, no. Well, I, yeah. not They weren't GoBots. I know those are definitely the knockoffs. But they were like the kind where you, um, they had like the thermographic chest plates <laughs> where you'd like put your your yeah. thumb on them and be like, oh, this one's fire. Oh, oh well, shit. You unlocked something in my head that I thought was dead. I can't I, remember too, what those yeah. were called, but. Well, the original Transformer toys had those stickers on. Oh, did they really? I didn't know but that. That's how you could tell. That's how you, f- if you didn't know, if, if you found out if it was an Autobot or a Decepticon. Oh, it was thermal. You'd yeah, warm yeah. it up and it would change and you'd see the logo. Yeah, I'd forgotten about that until you mentioned those. Oh. What toys I used to play with all the time, similar to that, they were called Visionaries. And I couldn't say Visionaries as a kid, so I called them Gingeries. Gingeries? So my, nice. my Gingeries yeah. were like, they were robotic anthropomorphic animals. And they had that little holographic chest plate. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. They had like the animals yeah. that they were inside of it. Yeah. Played oh, all man. the fucking time. <laughs> yeah, those were fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, they were also, I can't remember what they were called, but I, and I know I've mentioned them on the show before, but they were essentially like as a cynical adult looking back, I'm like, oh, I see. They had a whole bunch of dinosaur toys that weren't selling. And they were like, how do we sell these? I don't know, man. Build like robotic exoskeletons you put on them, yeah. and then that's totally what they did. <laughs> yeah. 
But uh, so the Super Star Fox Weekend Challenge, you went to one of these locations and you played a four minute version of Star Fox where the goal was you go through three levels and you collect as high a score as you possibly can. Mm. Uh, and if you if you were to score over uh, a certain number of points, you got a I think it was seventy thousand points. You got a Star Fox Super FX chip T shirt. If you scored, if you were the high scoring player at a location, you got a Star Fox flight jacket. Yeah. And then, so all this sounds really awesome to me, but like I think where Nintendo fucked up is they're like, okay. So we're going to take everybody who won at each location and then randomly choose a grand prize winner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of having like a tournament yeah. or anything. They have an actual competition. That'd they'll awesome. just fucking pray to the randomizer and uh, choose a dude. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the, the winner of that got, a, uh, got to choose whether they wanted a, a trip. I'm going to ask you guys what you would pick. Would mm-hmm. you rather have a trip for four to London, Paris, Sydney, or Tokyo or a lump sum of $15,000. The money. Of course. Well, I say that before Tyler answers. I don't know. Now, that's that costs a lot more than $15,000 now. But $15,000 in 1993. Especially if you were like a 17-year-old. That's a fuck ton. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to Tokyo. I'm getting that then, money. Then money now. Maybe I Now Tokyo. Tokyo. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Because $15,000 is which not... Which one what... of my kids do I... Which two do I like the most? <laughs> which two are going with us? Yeah, who would you take with you? <laughs> be careful how you answer. <laughs> I mean, look, it doesn't say that to be your family. I would hope that you would consider... At least consider taking me, your podcast okay, host. Okay, you're right. Uh, the winner, the grand prize went to Trevor Petersma. Paterzma? I don't know how to pronounce that. (laughs) Of Garland, Texas. He decided to take the lump sum of $15,000. So this this version of Star Fox had uh, three levels, that uh, two of which are contained in the retail release of Star Fox. Corneria, which is the first first area. The planet side level. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it's a shortened version of that. Uh, where you fly through like the under the bridges, and then you fight the boss, and then when you defeat the boss, you go to the second level of Star Fox, the uh, the asteroid level, and there's no uh, like overworld, overplanetary map like there is in the in any of that. So it just puts you straight in there, and, and it's uh, first person perspective, right? It is, which is like the so retail So you switch brand. two Fox with a bow, and you're running through a dinosaur planet, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and then you're playing it, and you're like, this feels like it wasn't originally a Star Fox game. <laughs> and the dude at KB Stores is like, shut up! <laughs> this feels like this is going to be a decade-long decline for the series. Hmm. Wait till Star Fox 64, because I honestly think that's like the peak. It is. Yep. Like, it's as so much good. as I... Bag on the 64. Star Fox 64 was, was like, fucking it was great. a fucking great game. Great game. Uh, all competitors got a Star Fox pin. Which I would want I probably would lo- the most. I would like out love of those any of these, yeah. man. I would I would have liked the bomber jacket, but I'd be mad that I wouldn't be able to wear it now because it wouldn't fit me. But I would still have that Star Fox pin proudly displayed, like on my bag or something. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love that. That's awesome. And the third, the third stage, if you progress that far, was a stage that does not appear in the game. It was just an empty field of space 
uh, with rings that you had to fly through. Which as some were spinning at like these unbelievably fast rates. They're like, it was like, how, how am I supposed to get through that? It just looked like it was twirling yeah, or something. Really I wasn't fast. able to do it. Presumably, um, you could shoot the top of the ring to make it stop. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. That was suggested to me by Brother Zalnop. Uh, uh, but I didn't try it because I was like, who's ready for Donkey Kong Country <laughs> Challenge card? <laughs> uh, that, this is going to be, like, this is one of those things where it's like, this is a weird episode. Normally at the end, I would ask how much you think that this game goes on average on pricecharting.com, but instead of waiting until the end, let's go ahead and do that now. How much do you guys think that a cartridge of Super Star Fox Weekend Challenge goes for. Now, these were the ones that were only out at the stores, right? These was not something that was ever auctioned off or given away or anything, right? Okay, so that's a great question, and this will maybe help you formulate your answer. Um, Around 2,000 copies of these were made, and they were distributed to the locations to play. Um, Then they were... Uh, sold in uh, the Nintendo Super Power Supplies catalog, uh, and around so were they the same ones, or did the did the retailers like have to send the cartridges back to Nintendo, or that, was it no, that I don't know? Really, that okay. I don't know. Unfortunately, a lot of this is kind of like a lot of this information that I've found is kind of muddy, and a lot of it's secondhand information. Uh, so I'm not positive about that. Gotcha. So around, but around two thousand of these were sold through the Super Power Supplies catalog. Okay. Um, any more information before I guess? Did I mention that you fly through rings in, in space? Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Then I, I think that's. I, I think that that is it. Today to find one of those for, I don't know. I'd I'd probably. Do we know how many are confirmed to still exist? We do not know. All we know is that around two thousand were were. Sold through the catalog. So there's one stuck in somebody's grandma's basement somewhere, probably. Probably. Um, there I'm, might be one uh, back or behind just next someone's to, grandma. Or, whatever. Yeah. Right under the house next to the snuff film. Right. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> hey, uh, what's that next to the snuff film? <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, it's just not race FX. Fuck. <laughs> I, I, I'm just going to throw a random number because I don't really know. I don't really know how that all works, but I would say probably in the neighborhood of about seven grand. Seven grand. All right. Tyler, what do you think? I have to abstain because I heard about it in my research. Okay, what did you find in your research? I'm curious to see. Six hundred to seven hundred dollars. Okay, um, and see, this is also very nebulous because it's like price charting is really one of those things where it's like it works best because it like pulls data from eBay, it pulls data from different like online mm-hmm. sellers. So the number and these cartridges are so rare that the numbers are going to vary wildly. Um, according to PriceCharting.com. Uh, Star Fox Super Weekend or Super Star Fox Weekend uh, on average goes for $1,108.08. Mm. So somebody really wants to sell me one. Yeah. Way off. That's as far off as I've ever been. Well, look, I mean, it's not completely out of the question because, I mean, there are definitely championship cartridges that are way more expensive than $1,100. Would it be worth having for your collection? Of course it Did would. It come, of course it would, yes. I wonder, does it say anything about the packaging that these things had when they were sold? Like, did they come in a real SNES box with the little plaque sleeve? And 
they um I don't know specifically about the Star Fox mm-hmm. uh, cartridge, but I do know that the Donkey Kong Country uh, cartridge that we're going to talk about in a minute, it came in a box. And that box was not like the standard paper, cardboard, SNES box. Okay. It came in like a green plastic, almost like a clamshell kind of oh, thing. Oh, okay. So I assume... Uh, and that Donkey Kong Country cart was also sold through that um, Power Supplies catalog. So it's like I I assume that the Star Fox uh, box was similar to that. Okay. I know they came with a card when you bought it through the catalog. And the car on the card, uh, it listed um, – about the the score range that the Nintendo that the pros that Nintendo said was possible, um, according to Nintendo, it was some somewhere between one hundred and thirty thousand to one hundred and forty five thousand, um, and that's around uh, what you would need to get. You need to score that much to win at a location. I think I read also that Nintendo said the max points you could get was something like 157,000 points or 168. 172,000 was the maximum. That's the highest score they thought was possible. Okay, gotcha. I didn't get close to that. When Billy I sh- Mitchell got two hundred fifty. Yeah. <laughs> crazy, <It's> crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was it was wild. <laughs> Kill screen coming up. Three minutes. Billy, he played as Cranky Kong. They, they didn't know how he did it. <laughs> Uh, there is like, absolutely like, look, this is like one of those things where if I had like a lot of money, yeah, disposable money, just disposable money where it's like, yeah, absolutely. I would want one of these because it's like, we watched, um, before we recorded this, we watched the episode of the angry video game nerd where Mm -hmm. Pat Contry comes on and they do like their thing about the Nintendo world championship cartridge. And like, there is a part of that where, like, Pat Contry says of Ultimate Nintendo Guide to the SNS Library 1991 through 1998 book fame, mm-hmm. he mentions that, like, these things are, like, history. They're, like, yeah. they're like video game history and, like, that, like... Cultural re- keystone. Yeah, and man. And, like... So that, that resonated with you. Absolutely. Because what the nerd said resonated with me. Yeah. <laughs> which he was, like... These games fucking suck. <laughs> They're not fun. I get why kids like, oh, I got this. Well, fucking threw it in a box and didn't think about it anymore because it fucking sucks to play. Yeah, I mean, it's if, not fun. If you think of it, if you think of it pragmatically, it is a lesser version of Star Fox. Yeah. Like Super Star Fox Weekend Challenge is a lesser. You're getting much less for it than Star Fox is a cheap game. You could pick up Star Fox for like. I don't know, man. Probably well, like under ten bucks. I, mean, I can see the Nintendo World Championship being something more because that was on TV. That was like a big. That was an event from your childhood. Like well, it's also the, a lot more expensive. Yeah, yeah I mean, like the, the, it these things. The Starbucks and Donkey Kong. It's like, oh, that's the thing that happened. Okay, cool. How much? Oh, they're really rare, and I've never heard of any of them. Yes, but but the Nintendo. I feel like that's. I mean, yes, it's more expensive. But I feel like that has more. More gravitas. That's going to hook me more. I'm interested in sure. that more sure. than I am over like this. This Absolutely. is interesting, but it's like. Yeah. It's not $1,100 interesting. Right. <laughs> uh, I get that. And then, like, I'm in no position to make a purchase like this. Right. But, if you, but if you're listening to this and you want to sell me a copy for like $300, let's talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next cartridge, and this is when we when we when the randomizer gave us the tablet and said, "This is what I wish for you to play and speak about." Um, when we were given uh, the Super Star Fox Weekend Challenge, I which I did not know about prior no, prior I didn't, prior, yeah, I prior never to heard this, of it, 
But I did know about the Donkey Kong Country competition cartridge because this is one that I have seen on uh, – people talk about on Reddit. I have seen uh, – there's more documentation for this. And it's because it was used um, in two competitions. It was used in a competition called Power Fest 94. And this was – you guys – Tyler, I know that you've seen The Wizard because we've done yep. an episode on The Wizard. With Experience Grind. With Experience Grind. Ian, are you familiar with the wizard? What the wizard? It's a it's a movie uh, that had uh, Fred Savage in it's it. It's an hour and a half long commercial <laughs> for Nintendo. It's got like a the power glove. Fred in it. Savage oh, and Bo Bridges. My <laughs> fucking god! Yes, I absolutely. I haven't seen it, but I know yeah. exactly what you're talking well, about. The end of it, it, the finale. Spoilers for the wizard mm. is uh, they get to the they get to the competition and the big thing about the competition is they unveil a game that no one has seen before and that game is Super Mario Brothers 3 they did that for Donkey Kong Country in Power Fest 94 um Powerfest 94 was a competition where Donkey Kong Country wasn't like the big game they were it was like they played a bunch of different games but then at the end they were like Here's Donkey Kong Country. And it like... I can see where that blew people's minds. It was, it, I remember when I played it the first time, it, bl- it blew yeah. my mind. I, could, I to this day can't believe how good that game is, like I graphically and everything. I think it's still the best everything. one. Absolutely. People talk about Donkey Kong Country 2. I think the original, that's it's, the one I love. And it's beautiful, and it play, yep. it's smooth. The controls are great. The concept is amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Donkey Kong Country, like seriously gets shit on like in the last like four years i feel like a lot of people have turned their backs on donkey kong country (laughs) i don't get it and it's because i i think the reason is the argument is compared to other super nintendo games donkey kong country does not age as well because that like the the draw to donkey kong country in 1994 was definitely the visuals it was like holy Mm. shit this looks 3d even though it was a you know pre-rendered trick, yeah, it still at the time looked amazing. But I would argue that like Donkey Kong Country, like the music in Donkey Kong oh, Country yeah, is, is phenomenal. It is yeah, and I still think the gameplay music, is really the sound good. Effect, yeah, I don't get people hate it. That's that's some contrarian bullshit. Like it's still a good game. It is. Uh, Power Fest '94 uh, was a competition where um, the competitors played Super Mario Brothers: The Lost Levels, <laughs> Super Mario Kart. And Ken Griffey Jr. presents Major League Baseball. They did the home run derby section mm-hmm. of, of that game. Which is the only part of that game that I thought was any fun yeah. when we did it. Well, so. we got that batter up now, so we can see if the rest of the game oh, is, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Is, is any good. Um, and then, yeah, Donkey Kong Country competition cartridge made an appearance. Uh, after that, it was again used in um, – do you guys you guys remember Blockbuster? <laughs> you guys yeah. remember that sort of Blockbuster? Vaguely. Something, yeah. I remember uh, I was talking to a guy on MIRC, and I was going to meet him at a Blockbuster, and then and like the, I went there, and he never showed up. And well, it was I heard about <laughs> that. I actually heard about that is because um, <laughs> Captain Marvel fell through the roof. <laughs> and, yeah. Well, look, maybe the guy you were supposed to meet there saw you and was Just like, thought, "Never mind." Gross. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't look like he has any Mako energy at all. <laughs> Not worth my time. <laughs> Guess I'll rent speed <laughs> again. <laughs> again. <laughs> Maybe Navy SEALs. Are you are you Dave? Nope. No. Who? <laughs> 
the donkey. The reason I asked about Blockbuster is because they held a uh, competition called the Blockbuster World Video Game Championships Two. And they had they had one in '94, and then they had one in '95. Uh, uh, in the second one, they used that Donkey Kong Country competition cartridge. Uh, that was like the prelim. That was the store level. So, like, if you went, if you were applying to play in this world championship, you would go to your Blockbuster store, and then they would be like, "All right." Get get as many points as you can in this Donkey Kong Country competition cartridge. And then they took those uh, high-scoring players, like I think one from each store, and then unlike the fuck-up... So it turned out to be every Blockbuster employee who could play it <laughs> until they got a high score. They were the ones who made it through. It's really weird. I'm sure that there was a rigorous check, <laughs> check and balance system to keep the Blockbuster employees out. Nah, the same people. Every little fat kid got to play once, but if you were a hot girl, you got to play like 20 times. Okay, that might be true. But <laughs> the same people that were behind the whole mo- Monopoly mi- million. Oh, don't even that. get me started with McDonald's <laughs> Monopoly. I know. I'm just, I'm furious. I remember, yes, I remember when I found out about that. I was like, those fucking bastards. I've been playing this shit for years. Man. I had them all except for the ones that were the winners. Where's Boardwalk? Oh, I know. The one guy printed it out and gave it to himself. Cool. Great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we did win, though, at one point. That is probably like. The the more family claim to fame when we collected all of the purple properties one year of a McDonald's yeah. Monopoly oh. game. We won fifty dollars. Fifty dollars. We took it lump sum. I won a dollar seventy five for the next for twenty the next years. years. A year. Yeah. Uh, so the way that the Donkey Kong Country competition cartridge worked is you got five minutes to score as many points as possible. There are technically 11 levels in the game, but without a, without cheating and stopping the clock, uh, from what I've read, the farthest you can get in it is like eight levels. Um, and it was also a weird experience because uh, there's no overworld map. So like you start the game and it's like, boom, you're fucking in it. You're like getting, you know how Donkey Kong like gets like catapulted you from his house? You're out of his house. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. And you're just, you're just in it and it's like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> and then, yeah, you just go, 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 go. You finish a stage. So our new math problem? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you finish a stage and then it is like, boom, immediately in another stage. It's kind of like a surreal experience because mm. it's like, I'm so used to getting through a level in Donkey Kong, and it's like Donkey Kong You get Country. the fanfare and the clapping and the little dots to go to the next one. You're yeah. right, yeah. And you got the do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. And it's like a nice... Boom-boom-boom. Yeah. It's like a nice, like, soothing experience. And it's also like, hey, we encourage you to find all the secrets in this game. But the competition card is like, fucking go! You got five fucking minutes! Go! Go! And it's like, this isn't fun. He's a... He's a hungry ape. Get his bananas. Get his fucking bananas. Because you still get the letters and stuff. Yes, and you got more points for collecting all the letters. So it's like you got like 10 points per letter, but you got 100 points if you collected all of them. What cost? Exactly. You had to kind of like, I don't know. and Time see like factor, Who yeah. knows what that strategy is, right? Because you got like a lot of points for finishing a level. I think you got like 250 points for finishing a level. So there could be a strategy where it's like, fuck it, man. I'm speed running this bitch. Like my goal is to just get through as many fucking levels as possible. 
Uh, I didn't really experiment a whole lot with that because I played it like two times. Uh, my score was like 2,700 and I was like, don't think I'm ever going to get higher than that. So I'm going to play Secret <laughs> of Mana, <laughs> which is totally what I did. Um, but the uh, the high score... A band named Sam Burridge out of Paducah, Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> There's a blast from the past. Holy yeah. shit. Uh, the the Nintendo pros claim that the the high score uh, for that was three thousand six hundred and forty one, and like the Superstar Fox uh, weekend challenge, Nintendo sold these cartridges through the Super Power Supplies catalog. Uh, this one something I've never heard of. Me neither. No, me neither. So I don't really know. I didn't do any research on That's that. Some, That's some some dumb magazine for the one percent. <laughs> Nintendo's like, here, buy our stuff. One percent. <laughs> the the regular walking man needs copies of Final Fest '94. Nintendo World Championship for everybody. Universal Donkey Kong Country Challenge. <laughs> Everybody, everybody gets their own rad racer. <laughs> I am once again asking for a K, an O, an N, and a G. Uh, about 2,500 of these cartridges were sold through that through that catalog. How much did they retail for, does it say? Uh, I think that they sold, um, they did say, and this is, I didn't write them down in my notes, but I think it was around $35. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> you got to be forward thinking to drop that kind of money. And in terms of no this is going to yeah. be part Warren of history, Buffett like they were saying. All of this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, you got you to gotta think ahead and be like, yeah, this will be worth something someday. Did you guys know that they built the Mars rover out of Donkey Kong Country? <laughs> Competition cartridges. No. <laughs> That's why it was so expensive. Yeah, and otherwise it would have been twenty dollars. Right. <laughs> otherwise they could have built it out of old ET cartridges. <laughs> they couldn't find them. They were buried. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they looked. They tried. We were gonna do they that. tried. The first ten million was spent trying to find another. <laughs> and then Saddam Hussein later was like, "Hey, I remember when they built that Mars <laughs> rover out of fucking Donkey Kong Country. I'm gonna buy all the PlayStation Twos." To guide missiles. <laughs> Do you remember that shit? Yes. No, I don't remember that shit oh, at yeah. all. Uh, I don't, that was not true, right? No. There's no way that was true, but I remember <laughs> hearing Hey, yeah, I bought the PS2s. <laughs> So how much do you, I mean... Come on, Satan. <laughs> I just want to see these missiles. Come on, guy. So how much do you guys think that the that the Donkey Kong Country competition cartridge goes for on average? Pricecharting.com. We all know this doesn't matter because yeah. the numbers are so it's fucking out, skewed. It's out there. Yeah. Um, this time I'll go a lot lower and say $1,200. $1,200 from Ian? Tyler, what do you think? $700. $700 from Tyler. Actual retail value of Donkey Kong Country competition on pricecharting.com at the time of this recording is $1,650.51. But I will say that that is higher than I had seen in my research. Mm -hmm. So again, I feel like this is like some kind of weird like algorithm yeah. inflation or something like that. And then that's all of that's all of the Super Nintendo competition cartridges that I'm aware of. Um, there were other Super Nintendo games that were used in competitions. Uh, like we were talking about Power Fest 94 earlier. Um, there was in 1992, there was uh, Nintendo held a campus challenge 
uh, AKA the super, the SNES campus challenge where contestants played super Mario world where they collect 50 coins, uh, complete two laps in F zero. And then the, the part that no one ever could do, and they had to cancel oh, the competition, yep, yep. land on two targets successfully in pilot wings. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. That was a joke. Someone did it. Someone did it. Um, probably not. <laughs> As I have seen from, because everybody says on the internet, nothing's real, nothing ever happens. <laughs> and proof of that was Pat Country on Pawn Stars selling right. both of his Nintendo World Championship right. cartridges. He wanted $30,000 for them. <laughs> 35000 That's right. Yeah. 35000 His little interview is like, yeah, these are pretty rare, but I really need the money right now. <laughs> I believe it. I believe yeah. Pawn Stars is not scripted and at Chumley's all. like, oh, man, what are these video games worth? That's the best part. You mentioned it when we were watching. It's not even Rick. It's Chum Lee. Just oh, yeah. I don't know, man. What do you? What do you? I mean, what do you think they're? What do you want for them? Come a long way know. since Super Mario Brothers. Well, as you see in this magazine, oh man, you got the magazine. <laughs> he says. He says. Uh, oh fuck! What did he say? He said something like. Uh, Oh, you, will, you, will you tell me how much you gave for him? I'd really rather not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we saw an interview later, Tyler. You pulled up an interview mm-hmm. of um, uh, Pat's podcast where he's telling the story about how he got the uh, Nintendo World Championship cartridges. And the, the gold one, because he already had the gray right. one. Right. But yeah. And the whole time I'm just listening, being like, how much? How much? How much did you pay? How much did you pay? And never said it. Yep. Never said yep. it. Yep. He's not going to, yeah. Not going to. I don't think. I think he either fleeced the guy or was some kind of like deal under it's the table. It's probably an arrangement, is, is my guess. Yep. Or he paid or way, way too, too much. much. <laughs> yeah. And he's like having that saxophone selling moment. Man, maybe I should go on Pawn Stars and just get rid of these. <laughs> That dummy didn't even get sword and fist, I bet. <laughs> uh, there was also, but the year prior to that, there was a, a Nintendo Campus Challenge 1991. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Before we go on to that, the, so the, the SNES cartridge for the Nintendo Campus Challenge 1992 is a really cool-looking cartridge. I don't know if you guys saw it or not, mm-hmm. but it is essentially a board with all of the ROMs on that board because it's one cartridge. You're mm-hmm. going to have like uh. multiple ROMs, and I guess it's so big that it is not in a plastic cartridge case like Super Star Fox Weekend is and like Donkey Kong Country competition is. It is just an exposed board that lies flat on top of the Super Nintendo. Like it's that <laughs> wow. big. And only three copies are known to exist, and Ooh. only two are verified to exist. Wow. The third one is just like a guy who's like, yeah, I got it in the basement. <laughs> we helped make it. We got it. I mean, I, I was using it to level my desk. Um, you know, it wobbles. It's, it's, it's a perfect mean, size. Nintendo games, uh, they uh, they come in something. This is just, uh, <laughs> it's just a circuit board. This looks like some kind of IBM. I don't know this what is, it is. Yeah, this is like, uh, it's the thing that used to power a uh, short circuit. You remember that guy? You remember that guy? Johnny Five. Remember when Johnny Five came alive? Yeah. yeah. It's because of this. This thing. This. I mean, what they call a movie Johnny Five. I mean, he's short circuit. Right? (laughs) (laughs) So because only three existed purportedly, there's no value on these. Like, I mean... Priceless. Priceless. (laughs) Um, I don't know that they've even been sold. 
I mean, it's kind of one of those where it's like, I think um, one existed at a like gaming convention mm -hmm. where you could like go and, and play the real cartridge, uh, which is really neat. I wish they had something like that at the Louisville Arcade Expo. So, but I mean, they, they have some, they have a good retro collection. They there, do, but, but they're not going to have anything like that. Yeah. Did you guys see? Speaking of like things like that, did you see that the uh, the SNES play, Sony PlayStation, the Nintendo PlayStation, went on auction? Really? Yes, oh, the prototype. Wow. Yeah, not too long ago, and uh, boy. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. I don't think Matt Contra's going to buy that one. <laughs> what was it? What did it go for? Uh, I think the auction is still going, oh, but I mean, it's like, I mean, it's like projected to be like multiple hundreds of thousands of wow. dollars. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, okay. In night, little dial it back in 1991. Uh, that was the first Nintendo Campus Challenge. And my big takeaway from this is that a dude from who went to SIU, which is very close to mm -hmm. us, mm -hmm. yeah. he won. He won it. Uh, his name is Steven Lucas. And uh, he won a 1992 Geostorm. <laughs> nice. Um, only one cartridge of this is known to exist. Uh, and do you want to take a... I don't. You might have seen it in the notes, but do you want to take a guess at how much that one is valued? Thirteen thousand dollars. Thirteen thousand and one dollars. <laughs> Between fourteen thousand and twenty thousand dollars. Uh, in in this campus challenge, in this cartridge, you um, there's a theme here. Uh, in Super Mario Brothers three, you needed to collect twenty five coins. Uh, in Pinbot, an NES game that I've never played. Mm. Uh, you need to collect 100,000 points. And then in Dr. Mario, get as many points as possible. Uh, and then that brings us to uh, winding it back even farther, um, what we've been talking about with Pat Contry and the gray cartridge and the gold cartridge, uh, and that is the 1990 Nintendo World Championship, also known as NWC. Um, the gray cartridge, uh, so... This this was a competition uh, that had like this was like a big one because they had like age brackets mm -hmm. they had a eleven and eleven and under category a twelve through seventeen and an eighteen and older um, they had um, they as a prize to the ninety finalists in the competition they uh, gave Nintendo gave them a gray cartridge uh, that contained the the competition ROM that they that they all played. Mm -hmm. Uh, those go on average for uh, around ten thousand dollars. That's the one with the dip switches, right? Yes, that you could change the time yes. requirement. For yes, the, yeah, yeah. These are actual like cartridges in plastic cases, and you're right. At the top left, there's a square, like a rectangle, cut out where you can see that the the exposed board, and on that board are four dip switches where yeah you can you can change um, like the times and stuff. And like the that. label says what to set the dip switches to for yes. the different times. Yes, and, and then that's got the serial number. Right? Yeah, they're yeah. numbered, so it's like it's one of those where it's like. Um, Ian, you're an art major. You know, like how like prints are numbered. Mm -hmm. Like when you make a print, you number it, and it's like you have print four of ninety two. So yep. it's essentially like that, but for like a, a Nintendo cartridge. It kind of gives it a little bit of like well, gravitas. That and uniqueness. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so from my research, I found that those go for around ten thousand dollars. 
there's also a gold cartridge. Uh, only 26 copies of these were made, uh, and they were given as prizes through Nintendo Power. Uh, these, I've read, go for around $100,000, which is like one of those where it's like, I really want to know how much Pat Contry paid for that gold cartridge. Especially since he asked for 35000 for both of them. Right, right. So it's kind of one of those things where it's like, again, I know I mentioned this earlier, and this is a really tough, this episode is really tough for me because I'm... We say this in the disclaimer. Nicole says this in the disclaimer. We're not experts. Mm -hmm. And like, I am super not an expert on this. I know I'm. <laughs> and because of this, we're also not collectors. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's like, oh, well, I can never get all of them ever, 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 ever. So. Fuck it. Oh, but no, that's like that's like a that's like an absolutist attitude. That to, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> all right, you Mr. got it. All right, Mister Seth. Seth. <laughs> I collect an absolute. <laughs> I mean, come on, there's shades of gray. But you could start with you could start with the uh, you could start with the Game Boy. That's like you could probably get all the Game Boy games. Maybe. Well, they probably have one of each of those at the GameStop the, down the, the street. The competition, the Game Boy competition, <laughs> competition Mortal Kombat 2. Right, how, how about Virtual Boy? That's doable. Yeah. That's like... There is one of those that's very expensive. Still kind of expensive, yeah. but yeah, I mean, that's doable. That's doable. Um, the, uh, so in the Ninten 1990 Nintendo World Championship, uh, it was a time challenge like the other ones. In this one, you needed to collect 50 coins in Super Mario Brothers. Uh, do three segments in Rad Racer, and then in Tetris, score as many points as possible. And back to what I was saying before I forgot what I was midstream, I'm not an expert on this shit. Mm -hmm. This is just me doing like a morning's worth of research. Yeah, so, it's a little little intro history lesson thing about it. It's I didn't know anything about this it. This is me doing an hour worth of research on Dave's research. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yep. So, I mean, Me I just want to throw that out there because, like, I don't want to present this as, like, this is all 100%. It's all, it's all you know. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Goodbye. Thanks for <laughs> Now you're an expert, too. Trust but verify. Right, exactly. Yeah, for real. Like, absolutely. Like, if this stuff is interesting, I urge you to do more research on it than mm -hmm. I did for this podcast where we talk about dicks <laughs> and buttholes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much. That's pretty much it. I don't know. I'm. I'm. I've had fun doing this. This is not. This was nice. This it was, was nice. a nice like little this. departure. I, like I kind of thought it was neat. Oh, good. I'm. I was worried. I was like, I don't know how I you learned, guys are going to feel about it. No, I learned about something I had never heard of, yeah. and those cartridges are cool to see. I'm not obviously ever going to be and interested I, in owning them, but I have that much really respect neat. for Cat, Pat Country. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I was going to say something earlier about Twitch. Remember, I said remind me of Twitch, and we were. Yeah, uh, we were. The, the Universal Studios thing. Yeah, okay, right. So I'm glad that you said yeah. that because, like, a lot of these tournaments were held at Universal Studios. Right. And so then <laughs> a lot of Floridian winners here. Yeah. Well, like, uh, uh, some of the video footage I saw, like, took place or like this is this is us doing the semifinals in Tallahassee. So I watched that video of the, the TV show. What was the TV show? The, the Universal Studios Kids Challenge or Kids Yes. Something. Uh, it is the 1993 Nintendo Star Kids Challenge. And but before that, uh-huh, it was the 1992 Sega Yes. Kids Challenge. Right. 
Sega came up with the idea yes. for this thing. And there's a bunch of physical challenges, but at the end, they had to play Sonic the Hedgehog right. for points. <laughs> Do 40 push-ups <laughs> and then Green Hill Zone 1. Pretty much. Did that remind you of Twitch? Because that is definitely... We're very Japanese. You have to exercise before you have fun. <laughs> That's definitely a gimmick that I'm going to do. Well, it was where, I was where I was going with it was that, interestingly enough, in the video that I actually watched all the way through, the guy said Sega started this whole thing. Yes. It was their idea. They bankrolled it. They needed more advertising because they couldn't afford to put the advertising out there that they really wanted. Right. So they said, we're going to throw our money into this thing, put it on TV, make it happen. Turns out it was a huge success. And then Sega just decided not to do it again. Yeah, we don't do that anymore. So Universal Studios is like, well, fuck. This is <laughs> giving us all money. Why are you not doing this? So guess who steps in? Nintendo. So the next uh, year, Nintendo, it was the Nintendo Kids Challenge or yep. whatever. And so they had the hosts, uh, downtown Julie Brown from old MTV. Yeah. And, Scott, and Scott Baio. Scott Baio. Um, <laughs> uh, Al Alfonso Ribeiro uh -huh. was there. Mm -hmm. um, one of the ones from uh, Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Yeah, I can't remember her girls. name. I can't remember her yeah. name. I just saw it earlier. <laughs> Mr. Cooper. Mrs. Cooper. <laughs> Mrs. Cooper. It wasn't Mrs. Cooper. I think it was a daughter. But anyway, anyway. so at the end of this thing, they got these five kids who were going to play. They were all the different colored teams, the red, blue, yellow, green. They got these five kids who were going to play Star Fox, the yeah. competition version of Star right, Fox, right for uh, points and including Brittany Murphy. So <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> so bizarre. Randy the Macho Man Savage was there. Yep, Eddie from Family Matters is playing yes. Star Fox. It's just like what the it fuck was, is happening? I don't know. Yeah, it was a total. So anyway, it's a different time, man. They go, they go <laughs> to the kids that are like the, the the team representatives here, and they're all lined up, and and it was Joey Lawrence interviewing yes. them. Yeah, which also was like, I, I was like, is that Joey Lawrence? Yes, yes he was a huge deal Look back at that then. Hair, man. Interviewing them, like, okay, so what's your strategy here? And they're like, um. Well, I mean, you know, save your bombs for the end, or you won't really be able... If you waste your bombs, you won't be able to use them. And then the kid next to him would be like, yeah, yeah pretty much what he says. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, they go and they start playing Star Fox. Yeah. And at one point, they put the screen for the game up on one side of the screen. It's like, of course, a really... Oh, that overly, perspective the, thing. The little yeah. back into the uh -huh. one-point perspective mm -hmm. with the overly 90s, like, moving background, like, neon, whatever. And then a little square with the player down here on the lower <laughs> like part of it. picture in picture, like... Reminded you of Twitch? Skewed in the other way. And, I, and downtown Julie Brown was like, oh, this is giving us an opportunity to see both the player and the game. And I'm like... That's Twitch. That's Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> like the f they just figured out Twitch all of a sudden. And then they're commentating the whole time. And he's like, look how he's jumping. He's so having such a good time. And, oh, he's going to destroy that thing. Man, there's a lot of space fighting going on right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, the commentary was hilarious. Macho, macho Man was even saying stuff. He's like, ooh, yeah, he's doing good. Ooh, yeah, that was a great move, bro. Oh, God, it was so amazing. I was literally crying. I was laughing My so old partner, hard. Leap and Larry, used to date Brandon's mom. <laughs> God, it was great. It was the 90s, 90s thing I've ever seen. Yes. And 
uh, I, I definitely want to have a link to it in the show oh, notes. Please impossible. watch it. It's only the 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 thing is only like fifteen minutes long. Yeah, it's it's, not it's short because it's just the Star Fox segment. <clears throat> yeah. But what is the only? I'm so glad I found it. And but here is how I found it. I just went to YouTube, typed in Super Star Fox Weekend Challenge. This video pops up even though it is not the right. challenge. It's not part of it. Yeah. It's labeled as that. That's the uh, title of it, but it's like, that's not what it is. It's, it's the, the 1993 it was, Nintendo Star Kids Challenge. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. And I want to give, give credit to um, the, the YouTuber who put together the video uh-huh, uh, about yeah. the Nintendo Star Kids Challenge. Uh, that guy is named uh, Bad Nick Mechanic. Yeah, a, a good... He sounded a lot like the escapist, actually. Oh, yeah? yeah. <laughs> he had that same sort of style about him. It yeah. was really good. Yeah, very informative video. Mm-hmm. And we got to see um, what a Mario mascot costume looked like in 1993. <laughs> uh, sort yeah. of. Holy shit. <laughs> sort of, because like he was hidden in the crowd most of the yeah, time. Yeah, because they knew. They were like, that thing is an abomination <laughs> to God. It was. Did it you was, take the pol- the guy from Chuck E. Cheese and just paint him red, <laughs> and then just send him out? Can you melt him down a little bit first? <laughs> it was like the grandfathers of the guys who designed the original Sonic for the Sonic movie. Oh, the yeah. ones that designed this <laughs> Mario costume. <laughs> but there was no internet to save us back then. Nope. So they just released Mario into the wild. <laughs> Correct. I saw a meme today. Here's here, we're, I'm bringing back audio memes. Oh, perfect. The uh, <laughs> top panel was like today when kids have a problem with their video game mascots being fucked up. They can. And this is what you start with, and this is what you get. Oh, I know where you go. I've seen this one. <laughs> the bottom was the, the toads, the to, the uh, mushroom, the goombas, from, the goomba uh-huh. from Super Mario, and then the goomba from the movie. Yep. Yeah. Dinosaur head, the giant yeah. fucking yeah. shoulder pet. God, we had to deal with it. <laughs> Y'all can complain and get shit fixed. I'm, <laughs> I'm once again asking you to watch the Double Dragon movie because <laughs> it's really it's really good. It's a really good watch movie. Watch Scott Wolf not karate. <laughs> Do you remember when they destroyed an ecosystem by setting a river on fire? I do because I watched the Double Dragon movie. <laughs> oh, goodness. We've got an episode on that on Patreon.com. Yeah, we do, yes. <laughs> I think that might be it. I think that might be it. Definitely, definitely watch the 1993 Nintendo yep, Star Kids Challenge video. Holy Please, shit. It is so it, fucking entertaining. It is. It is It is amazing. Just because I was not a child during that time, but I was. I had children, and I was still watching stuff like that, you know, and Man, I, I was, it took me back. I was like, holy crap, I recognize every one of these people from shows <laughs> I used to watch. Just that's crazy. Did you guys ever um, watch or know that this existed? The Game Pro TV show? No. Seems like I actually. You know, the only reason I knew about it was because of Laser Time. Oh, okay. They showed like four hours straight of that oh, show. I didn't on know their about Facebook it. Page? Yeah, okay. I didn't know about it before then, but I did watch. Uh, some of it while it was on. It's kind of cool. Um, Mitch, a.k.a. Catchpenny Gaming, on the Tadpog Discord, mm-hmm. he posted, like, the first episode of it. And I didn't see – I didn't know it existed. And it is – it's hosted by – do you guys remember J.D. Roth? He's, like, uh, like a ginger dude. Yeah, He's, yeah, yeah. He was one of the hosts. And then the other one was – the other host, I can't remember his name, but he was very much like – you remember Step by Step? Remember Cody? 
from Step by Step. <laughs> okay, yeah. He was very much that kind of guy. <laughs> he, he, you know, one of those guys. <laughs> one of those guys. And it was like you could definitely tell that he was like not like this in real life because he's yeah. like, yeah, bro, let's play this game. And it's like you're not, <laughs> not you're not selling it. See, I think I remembered it. Maybe it wasn't the same show, but it was Lord. It was a game show for playing video games, but the host was like you know, like a regular old game show host, like some dude that hosted Match Game once before or something, you know? You think like, it's Starcade, maybe? Maybe it's Starcade that I'm thinking of. That was a little <laughs> bit before my time. Because, like, when you first started talking about a game show where they play video games, of course the first place that's, I went was Nick Arcade. That's yeah. what I watched, not Game Pro. I didn't know about that one then because I was confusing it with Starcade. Okay. Which, and the host for that is like my dad would gotcha. be. Right, like, yeah, yeah. He's clueless about what's right, going on. Right, right. Yeah, those <laughs> All are... right, uh, play this fun-looking game <laughs> and see how many points you get. <laughs> Bye. Those, yeah. are, those Gene, are really what, funny. Gene wants yeah. his name from the match game. He's just like, ah, let's talk about video games. <laughs> yeah. It's like, these are neato. Wasn't that what you kids say these days, neato? The Game Pro, the game pro TV show was, uh, it wasn't a game show. It was like, a TV show version of their magazine, oh, which okay. is like I can totally see working for the time because like I remember like being a kid, seven years old, buying those How to Win at Nintendo Games fucking books, the red mm. one, the green one, the blue one, and it's like I would flip through the pages and it's like, man, I need some kind of visual aid because it's like I don't know which shuriken icon you're talking about. So like on the mm. Game Pro TV show, that's like. And it is, it is funny to watch. It's so quaint because it's like you can see the tracking, like where they recorded yeah, the yeah, game yeah, footage yeah. and then put it on the show. But it's nice because you can see like what the fuck they're talking about. Although they talk about in the first episode, they talk about Wolverine for the Sega Genesis and they keep saying Magneto. Over and over. And it was just like, uh -huh. and it was like, oh boy, if you say Magneto one more time, I don't think I'm going to be able to contain my laughter anymore. Magneto. Magnet O. That's his name, right? <laughs> It's kind of like SpaghettiOs. Uh, I don't know. Fuck kids. It's a lesser it's known Magneto. Thundercat. You There's know? no A in that. It's clearly Magneto. <laughs> Magneto. Magneto. Not Magneto. So what I want... Learn in, to spell. In the, in the next Marvel vs. Capcom game, I want them to put Magneto in. Like Master of Nets. <laughs> He'd be kind of like the Aquaman of the group. Absolutely. Like we, he's very specific. But when we need him... It's pretty handy. It's pretty handy. He That's beats why we Aquaman's ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Beast is caught in a net <laughs> <laughs> again. God. <laughs> but but Magneto is our sworn enemy. <laughs> but he's the only one who can help us right now. <laughs> Him and JD Roth. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. You got got any more questions? Question. I got a, I got a few questions that I could ask. Yeah. Um, I did stream this on Twitch on mm. Sunday. Uh, the the Chivo command was functioning, uh, but only one person <laughs> used it. <laughs> Perfect. So uh, thank you, Cthusus Jeff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let me read his two achievements. <clears throat> Uh, the last, like, I feel like the last two episodes, I've been like, "Holy shit, you guys are fucking amazing!" You've got like twenty-two achievements in. Oh, man, and I'm so thirsty. Let me go back to this well. Oh, oh man, there's, there are two it's, achievements. It's dry. 
Uh, first achievement. So that means that's good news for Cthusus Jeff. Right. He gets mm-hmm. like he both, gets, he's yeah. just in like fucking Clint. star yeah. of the show. Yeah. <laughs> the unprecedented reading two achievements from the same person. How in the only Cal Purtle balls had this honor before. <laughs> How <laughs> in the ass did nobody submit any achievements? Well, I mean, if you stop and think about it, it's like in in their defense, I played like these games oh, are so that's short. Right. You it's did four minutes and you five did minutes. Play Secret of Mana for like three hours. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, it was yeah. like, yeah, two hours of Secret of <laughs> yeah. uh, The first achievement, which comes in from Cthusus Jeff, is when worlds collide. And in order to unlock when worlds collide, play both games and realize Andros is Space Cranky Kong. <laughs> <laughs> he really is. That's a good point. Uh, Andros is an anagram for Cranky Kong. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, that's a meme in the making, I think. Uh, and the next achievement I've got also comes in from Cthusus. Is it Cthusus or Cthusius? No, I should have said Andrus is a bananagram for Cranky Kong. A bananagram. <laughs> you guys remember bananas and pajamas? Yeah, coming mm-hmm. down the stairs. Coming down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> I seem to remember him coming down the stairs. Oh, Always oh. looking for my snuff in the floorboards. <laughs> <laughs> Stay upstairs! Set up this imagine bananas and pajama snuff porn of just like getting fucking mashed. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> that made me sad. Squeezed through the peel. <laughs> Bursting out their heads. <laughs> Tyler, <laughs> Tyler, you made me feel something. That, oh, damn. That takes a lot, dude. <laughs> And I didn't even really like bananas and pajamas, <laughs> but they just seem so innocent. They just wanted a little snuff porn. All I know is I'm, I'm going to make stop action bananas and pajamas snuff porn. Bananas and pajamas can have a little snuff porn. <laughs> hey, what are you guys doing down here? You shooting a movie or something? <laughs> well, I'd love to be in it. Where do you need me to be? <laughs> I don't even know if that's what the motherfuckers No, I don't know either. But I always would imagine that, hey, guys. <laughs> like Butters. Kind of sounds you know, like Toad like from Super Toad Mario Brothers. Or Butters from South Park. <laughs> hey, guys, what are y'all doing? Poor Butters, man. In that yeah. episode where he's dressed up like a dog. Like that, <laughs> that is simultaneously the funniest oh, Butters God. episode and, and also the worst. <sighs> Second achievement I've got coming in from Cthusus Jeff is Star Kong. In order to unlock Star Kong, play both demos, then play the real versions of these games. Wow. Star Kong. All right, all right. Not to be confused with Star Lord. Who? Star Star <laughs> Kong is the uh, the really unknown Avenger. He's like the, he's like the fifth Beetle, you know. No, that, one, no one knows about Star Kong. That's Planet of the oh, Apes when they catch up and make a, make make in their timeline. Yes. Make all the Avengers movies. Star, Star Kong quit Nintendo right before they got real big. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all I got as far as the games go. But yes, I do have I do have more questions yeah, for yeah. you guys if you are game. Yeah, absolutely. I do have a quiz which came in from the Prime Inquisitor UK parentheses UK close parentheses <laughs> Ross Rachel Green. The title of this quiz is Insert Punny Title Here. Mm-hmm. I am not going to lie. It's been a rough old week for poor Ross Rachel Green. I'm but he got all those that. TVs and a shirt with birds on it. Yeah, man, you got some I saw nice. That post. I saw those PVMs, man. I was super jealous. I would love a PVM. Um, 
And also over there, they had like RGB as like a fucking just a standard ass thing. Lucky ass bastards. Uh, Ross Rachel Green continues between pricks at work being sick and leaving me to be the only sucker in the office to having steaming piles of work dropped on me from a great height and coming to bed too tired to play games. It's been a chore of a week. Mm. So this quiz is really going to phone it in with 10 questions about games from episode 450 onwards. 450 onwards. All right. Are you ready? Ready. Question number one. This game sees you feeding an alien to perform simple tasks. Boy and his blob. David Crane's a boy and his blob. David Crane's. Nice. Uh, What episode number do you think it was? 450. That seems like a pretty fucking good guess. (laughs) All right, locking it in. It is, in fact, 450, a boy in his blob. We've done it. (laughs) Tyler, you've done it. For the third time now. (laughs) (laughs) Next question. This was the only Famicom game you have made an episode of. That's Supari Osomo. Okay, yeah. Sumo wrestling game. Yeah. What episode number do you think it was? Also my favorite uh, Mm. episode art ever, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And the Twitch art you made was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I actually prefer the one where I'm a Mithra bending over. <laughs> he, for, what do you think? 81. 481? All right, 481. Logging it in. It is, in fact, 453. Supari Ozumo. Next question. The star of this game was the first boss in Bad Dudes versus Dragon Ninja. Say that again. The star of this game was the first boss in Bad Dudes oh. versus Dragon Ninja. Karnov. Karnov. What episode number do you think it was? Go for it. 507. 507. Karnov locking it in. It is, in fact, 488. Karnov. Would have been closer if I just said 481 again. <laughs> <laughs> I, look, man, I'm just, Tyler, I'm glad you pulled. I, I did not know that. Nice pull. Next question. This Olympics-based game has an event where you try to make fire. Caveman, Caveman games. games. What episode number do you think that was? 493? 493. 493. Sure. <laughs> right? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Logging it in. It's 493! <laughs> Caveman <laughs> Games! No one's going to believe you got I know. that. <laughs> I know. I believe you. Thank you. I mean, look, if I was cheating, I'd definitely have known it was Karnov, right? And there are, there's a lot more merit in knowing that Karnov is the first boss in Bad Dudes versus Dragon Ninja than there is knowing what episode number of Tadpog, a podcast that very few people have heard of, they did an episode of Caveman Games on. Next question. This game was developed by the people that would go on to create Pokemon and was named Jerry Boy in Japan. Oh, yeah, that's my game. Smart Ball. That's your game. Smart Ball. Smart Ball. What episode number do you think Smart Ball was? 501. 501. Levi's. Logging it in. It was, in fact, Smart Ball, episode 494. 494. Next question. In this game, a number features heavily, from the title to the number of characters and even a SNES technology. So that'd be mode seven would be the SNES technology. Mm-hmm. Seven so, Saga? Seven Saga. Seven characters, yeah. Seven Saga. All right. That sounds good. What episode number do you think that was? I think that was like five. That was like an early 500, right? I'm going to say, yeah. 502? Sure. 501? You want to go 501 again? with 501. It's got to stick. 501. <laughs> 501. Seven Saga. Locking it in. It is 501. 
Man, I feel good. Damn, I feel good. I wish people would drop more hot loads of work on Ross more often. It works out in our God, favor. I love it when Ross gets hot loads. <laughs> Next question. This could have been a shameless cash grab, but turned out to be a decent game. That's all we get? Yeah. This could. Oh, I bet it's uh, because it's we're in the Super Nintendo randomizer mm. range. I bet this is uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Because okay. we were surprised how, like, I was surprised how good of a uh, beat-em-up that game was for a licensed property. Yeah, okay, Power Rangers. What episode number do you think it was? 543. 543, locking it in. It is 5.03, oh. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Nice. Parentheses, SNES. <laughs> Next question. This game sees a famous wizard kidnapping school students. That is King Arthur oh, yeah. and the Knights of Justice. Nice to thank you, because I have a football team. A kid yeah. in King yeah. Arthur's court, a football, a football <laughs> team in King Arthur's court. <laughs> what episode number do you think that was? That was a horrible game. That was a really bad game. 507. All I can remember are the fucking hornet nests from that fucking <laughs> stupid game. 507? Yep. Locking sure. it in. It is 505. King Arthur and the Knights of Justice. Next question. This game had a challenge mode, which was significantly better than the actual sport this game is based on. The Game Boy version was only the challenge mode. It's a football game. NFL, NFL quarterback, quarterback Club 94. 94. Ooh, mm. discrepancy. Judges? <laughs> In a, yeah, NFL Quarterback Club. I don't remember what year. Do you remember, Ian, if it was 94 or 95? I want to say 95. All right, 95. Uh, what episode number do you think it was? Oh. Uh, the last one was 505. Dennis was on it, right? Um, yeah, Dennis was on that one. 514. 514? Logging it in. It is 510. We all win. NFL quarterback club. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> all right. <clears throat> uh, next question. This game is based on a TV series that two regular hosts might be too into. Two regular hosts. You and me, Tyler? Oh, Star Trek. Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Nine. There we go. He's talking about uh, me and John. (laughs) There you go. Oh, nice. I got mentioned in a quiz. There you go. (laughs) How nice. British mockery. (laughs) You fool. I was just talking about how much I liked listening to you talk. No. I'm over it. I'm over it. Sorry. What episode number do you think it was? And I was on it. And also, do you remember the full title? Oh, shit. Uh, it was... Because doesn't it have a super long-ass title, like Star like Trek... Crossroads Deep... of Time. Crossroads of Time! Nice! <laughs> Dude! Nice pull. What episode number do you oh, think it was? No, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I you were on uh, it. What was the last one? <laughs> uh, 510. Maybe that was 514. All right. 514. Star Trek Deep Space Nine colon The Crossroads of Time. Locking it in. It is... 519 Star oh, Trek was... Deep Space Nine. Ross is so busy with work, he couldn't even <laughs> be bothered to put the full title in. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you, Ross. And then we're Thank not the too quiz. into it, so boom. <laughs> You're into it just enough. We're into it's, just impossible. Right amount. it's impossible to be too into when it. When we fire up our podcast, then we will be into it too All right. much. Okay, now if we they need... get their plastic surgery on their ears to be Vulcan. That's, That's too into too it. In. They're, Maybe. they're in yeah. the right amount. Depends on how hot they stay. If they stay super That's hot, true. then it's That's fine. True. I might, I might <laughs> want to fuck John more if he had Vulcan ears. I mean, I already want to fuck him pretty bad, but yeah. man. Let's put it to the test. 
We'll, let's warm up. I'll put John and Caddy yeah. and fuck him. Then we'll see what happens. Take I the Patreon goals. Take the Pepsi fucking <laughs> challenge on that shit. <laughs> 800 bucks on fuck John's early. Or no, a Superstar Fox to... Weekend Challenge cartridge. You decide. I was no. talking about his... Uh, oh, no. I was talking about the Patreon goal being for him to get his ears done. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, speaking of, when the fuck are you guys going to start your Star Trek podcast? Fuck, I don't know. Come on, probably, do the, do probably the thing. Probably never. Fucking do it. Probably fucking never. Do it. Do the thing. I would love to. I'm already thinking about it. Right. Like, like, <laughs> I'm already thinking about it, Dave, but what do you want? I'm thinking about it like, Manifest what would it. we call it? I've actually researched, and like, by the way, 89% of the names I came up with were already taken. Oh, yeah. did, you think about, did you think about Jitas? No. John and Ian talk about Star Trek? <laughs> no, never did try that one. I, that's probably taken, though. I mean, it might be. It might be. We're going to look it up. Anything like, like anything like Deep that Space would Nine be and a half. There you go. Well, our deep thing, deep our, Space Big Enough. Our thing's going to be next gen <laughs> that we would do. Oh, okay. But All right, let's brainstorm real quick. I was going to call it Hailing Frequencies. It's taken. It's taken. Easily, easily taken. I mean, that's like an actually a really popular one. And then, I mean... Pretty much any Star Trek term you can come up with like a reference has got- been used as a podcast title for Star Trek podcasts because there's like half a billion Star Trek podcasts. All right. Now you guys have to start a track team and then call it Star Tracks. And then you talk about uh, what events you do well in and then you segue into how that relates to a Star, I, a Star Trek episode. I thought about – I don't want to say it because what if someone steals yeah, it? Yeah, someone might uh, steal it. Or, or I like the next Star Trek podcast you're going to listen to. There you go. There you go. Okay. Have that. Would it be an episode by episode? Like, like my plan for it would be: should we be able to do it? Is that yes, we would watch, just start at the beginning and watch episodes and rev- and talk about that of next generation of next gen, and then probably if we ever got done, we would go to Deep Space Nine and then Voyager and all those untitled Star Trek podcast and talk about. I bet that's out there actually. Fuck, man. There are a lot of Star Trek there podcasts, I guess. a lot of Star Trek podcasts. I don't mm-hmm. listen to any of them, oddly enough. I already know a lot about Star Trek. Set phasers oh. to fun. Gene Roddenberry's I, I favorite Star Trek that. podcast. I actually wanted to do that. I don't know. I would I would consider that one. Set the Roddenberries taste like Roddenberries. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think about that one? How about no, that one? That's probably I not really like Oops, that. all Roddenberries. <laughs> <laughs> I like those. <laughs> So I there's haven't gone two. that way. I got to talk to you guys. Maybe you can help me. <laughs> Those but are yours. Those are free. After we're done, after we're done, I'll tell you yeah. the one, the name I came up with. All right. But seriously, consider those two that we gave you. They're like they're like your gift for coming they're on. Free, yes. They're free until you get bigger than us. Then, right. Then they're going to come. And then they'll be held to pay. pay for it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then you're going to run that tab just constantly ding, ding, ding. Yeah, you'll like be like Homer inventing the flaming Homer. Yeah. And we'll just we'll just take that shit. Yes. We know it's cough syrup. We know that's a secret. Ian. <laughs> uh, Ross Rachel Green has a little bit of an extra question at the end. He says, just for fun, would you rather have robot arms to be super strong or robot legs to be super fast? Arms. Arms to be super strong. Legs. I can't feel Legs. I can't feel my wife's boobs with robot arms. What if you have human hands still? All right. Then would you go they're, if they're ro- if they're robot robot arms but human hands I can still feel things with sure. All right. <laughs> robot legs would probably help you fuck better though, honestly. Yeah. And this is true. I gotta go fast. Uh but I need to build my strength, so I'd I'd 
take the quick and easy route and do arms for yeah. sure. Yeah. I'm plenty fast. Then you would never have to skip. <laughs> then you would never have to skip leg day, yeah. and leg day is easy. You can leg day is nothing. Yeah, man, I don't know shit about leg day. I don't know shit about arm day. I don't know shit. All I know is I get on that machine sometimes and do the running bit. Do you know uh, who brags to me the most about their speed? Uh, me. You're 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 third in okay. bragging about your speed. Who's second? Uh, Kenna. Okay. Talks about how fast she is. Right. When she's her superhero persona, uh, Aiden. Okay. She's super fast. And the number one. Because she's she's also made you watch how fast she is. That is true. Choco Chica. That is yes. That is Love true. Tell me how fast she is, <laughs> and then run around for Dave so she can wow it with her speed. She challenged me to a race, and I will say that she beat me. But she's a kid, so I let her win. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't like really racing. Destroy those dreams. Just win. Yeah. Like now how? Now you've got a goal. Now you. Oh yeah. <laughs> you just completely just outrun her by a mile. Yeah. Well, I'm not trying to break you down here. Now you've got a goal. When you can beat me, then we can start talking about how fast you are. <laughs> you might have me in the short, or, the or, short game. Or when she can beat me, I'm the Glass Joe of running fast. You've got to beat me first. <laughs> That's it. That's all, all right. the quiz. Thank you, uh, Prime Inquisitor Ross Rachel Green. Yeah. Yes, thank we you, We appreciate sir. it, especially um, as uh, busy as your work week has been. Yes, Trust me, it. I understand. That's been 2020. It's been the whole year for me so far. Thanks for coming on, Ian. No, it's thank good. me. I'm good to have thrilled you to be here. Thanks for having me. It's been too long. Yeah, it has. I don't think you've been on since uh, our Patreon episode where we talked about Star Wars, kind of, but mainly we got it, drunk. Mostly we got drunk. Super drunk. <laughs> really drunk. Yeah. And then we talked about local restaurants, I think, for 30 minutes. Uh-huh. <laughs> I thought about you guys. I was at Pizza by the Pound Saturday. Yeah. I thought about you guys. I, was, I, oh. I should take a picture to put up on the so people could see it. To see the building? To see the building. Yeah. Like well, how it's probably a miracle that it's still there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, after yeah. we listened, Melissa and I went to Michael's. You've never been to Michael's. Before, oh yeah, so. how'd you how'd you like it? Uh, she thought it was better than Italian Village. Yep, agreed. She's like, it's more hey. expensive, and they were kind of weird. Like they they close at nine, and at like eight forty, they all just kind of came out there and stood and watched us until ah, we just fun. Like, yeah, they that fun. was shitty. My advice is to get that shit to go. Yeah, don't hang out in there. You know that used to be like a uh, it was a Burger Queen. Burger Queen. Yeah, you ever heard of Burger Queen? I've heard of Burger Chef. My dad loves talking about Burger Chef. It was also a Burger Chef. It was also a a restaurant called Vittles. Oh, my God. I remember Vittles. Vittles. (laughs) I remember Vittles. Holy shit, I forgot all about that. I thought that that was just a sign. (laughs) Everything was actually open. Yeah. Uh, Michael's is not a place to sit down and eat, unless it's, like, really busy and they're too busy to watch you. But they will. They'll just stare at you because they want you to leave. They don't want to work late. I I do think, like, not to, like, because, look, if you're enjoying this chat, listen, you should subscribe to, to Patreon to and box. listen to that yeah. episode. You, you want an hour, two right. hours of this? But, Patreon. but my closing statement is... It's called It Is What It Is. <laughs> right. That is the name of the episode. <laughs> my closing statement is I do think that they are much friendlier at Italian Village. Agreed. And also their sandwiches are pretty good. The Italian there is good. And, of course, Jack had a huge explosion. Oh, at Michael's. Oh. Because uh, cause we feed him through his G-tube and... Pizza? 
pizza. We, we mushed it up and put it through the tube. All right, there. here you go, baby bird. <laughs> just spit it in. Just spit it in the tube. Because uh, Melissa was pushing... Um, Do you have smaller pepperonis? <laughs> you guys are assholes. Stop watching us. What? Why do you not feed G2 babies pure pepperoni pizzas? Is that a Jeopardy question <laughs> or answer? Because I remember we had like this uh, like banana apple like baby food. We were pushing through it. Yeah, and. Something like, sir, did you buy that here? Something was close. <laughs> no outside, no outside food. food. Get this kid a pepperoncini. <laughs> Something was clogged. So when Melissa, like, it was really hard, and then the end of it flew off oh, all of no. a sudden. So we just had an explosion <laughs> of like banana apple everywhere for an like, audience. As they were all sitting there waiting for us to leave. Careful, you're in the splash zone. <laughs> <laughs> See what you made him nervous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, let's see. Thanks for listening, everybody. But let's do something else real quick that just came to my memory. Oh, so yes. I'm gonna go inside and get this from Matt Cowan. This batter up bat. Oh, look at that! All right, man, so soft and squishy. It doesn't oh. hurt my head like that Tony Jeffcoat signed one. And put my head on this, and my no no ho goes in a random direction. Say that prayer we all love so much. No whammies, no whammies, no whammies. Stop. One oh nine. Hey. This is to determine the game that we will be talking about on next week's episode. Yeah. 109. If you didn't get that, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Look, man. Um, uh, yeah, you don't belong here. If you Captain didn't get America it, and, and the Avengers. No, Captain America and the Avengers. Mm. You are wrong, but mm. but you're definitely starting with the right letter. Okay. 109 is Clay Fighter. Oh, yeah! Colon. Yeah! Oh, wait for it. Oh, yeah. Wait for it. Oh, come on, baby. Give it Clay to me. Clay Fighter, colon, uh-huh. tournament edition. Oh, yes. Tournament edition. Yes. Which, <laughs> which I feel like is worth pointing out, was one of the games that they played in the Blockbuster World Championships <laughs> won for the wow, Super Nintendo. Randomizer works in mysterious <laughs> it ways. sure as fuck does. So my next question to you is... Do we cover all of the Clay Fighter games for the Super Nintendo on yes. that episode, yes. or are they different enough? Because I've only played one of them. Well, let's play all of them and see. Okay. Make our judgment call. I only uh, ever played the first one, I think. I think that's the only one that I played, too. And this is a game that everybody shits on. I'll get, I'll get in there. I'll get it. I'll save. Put a pin in that oh, for next oh, week. Oh, Josh Danton, I love this game. You want to try to get Josh on? Yes, I do. Okay, awesome. I'll see him tomorrow. I'll ask him. Taffy. Can't wait to play as Taffy again. <laughs> <laughs> David, he's so good. <laughs> Taffy. Oh, my God. Okay, yes. It's going to be a great episode. You guys are going to love it, I can tell. <laughs> oh. uh, thanks for seeing everybody. <laughs> Taffy. Taffy. <laughs> no man, such a fucking bitch to fight. He's like a fucking save gun. it, save it, save it, save it for next week. I can't wait. Gumby, <laughs> but, he's, but he's been a taffy. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, thanks for seeing everybody. Fun next episode, Clay Fighter Tournament Edition. It's gonna be great. Um, Hey, do you want to support us? We have a little meme page that we also put our episodes out on. Um, that's Tadpog. Come on, join that, please. On Facebook. If you want to delve deeper, 
Deeper. Into like into like the dark memes and and a, and a more tight knit dark tadpole community. Yeah. I, tadpole bet you, I bet you can't go deeper. You can go even deeper, but once you go deeper, it's for good boys. That's that's the Discord. Yeah. So the Discord we have all sorts of channels, including one for the Piggy Palace. Uh, the Piggy Palace episode. This come episode will release on Wednesday. Piggy it's, Palace finale included on Monday, which is a Patreon thing. Yep, Patreon um, exclusive Call of Cthulhu game. Uh, you ran a fantastic game. Thank I really you. enjoyed it. I'm sad that it's over. Uh, I know that I've told you this before, but it is like I've enjoyed every game that you've run. But like the Piggy Palace game was one of those games that the session would finish, and then I would think about the game until the next session. Mm. Like it was, it was one of those, which is a sign of like that's a that's a hallmark of like that. a really Thank good you. game. Yeah, I uh, heartily endorse this event and or product. Thank you. Very good. <laughs> so in about three weeks, when we get back from prom, then I think we're gonna do a wrap up episode with everybody, and I want to take questions. That the listeners have. So there is the Piggy Palace questions Discord uh, that you can just ask your questions on. If you're not on Discord, you can message message the um, us on Tadpog. That's fine. I'll take those questions there. Or Instagram, Tadpog underscore podcast on Instagram. Also, get on Discord. Although Discord is I mean, the, it's the best I way. mean, come on. Get on Discord. <laughs> I keep forgetting to do that. I need to get on it's, there. It's just type this into a browser, bit.ly slash Tadpog Discord. Um, and they're like, we've got a SNES club, uh, where we play, um, one super, we vote, we nominate SNES games and vote on them. And then the one that's voted, we play for that month. So if you're like a content creator, uh, and you, you can share what you've created based on, you know, surrounding that game, you can do that there. We're in the voting process right now. Um, and so now is a good time to, to get in and, and, and do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also on Twitter, Tadpog underscore podcast on Twitter. It's cucumbersome, we realize. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> uh, if you have a game you want us to, to get to eventually after the next 10 years where we're doing Super Nintendo games, go to iTunes, leave us a five-star review. You can put a game in there, and whatever you put in there, we promise we will get to that eventually. eventually. God damn, we're playing all the hits tonight. <laughs> Fuck yeah. This is like a reunion tour. It really is. Uh, in, in that vein, I want to thank um, Doc... Uh, and I want to thank Usurper Grimm mm. for uh, recently leaving us five star reviews. It is nice. if if like if you listen to us regularly and you're like I like these guys, but I don't like them enough to give them a dollar a month, or you're like I like these guys, but um, I don't know, fuck them. You can <laughs> you can you can still help the show by leaving a five star review on iTunes. Yeah, like that is I that's think, a big help. I think podcasters will be pivoting towards Spotify. So find us on Spotify. Follow us there. Yep. I don't know if they have a review system on Spotify or not. Probably not. Uh, I don't think they have a review system, but you, but you, there is a follow system. There so yeah, go. follow us on Spotify. Give us Spotify. Uh, and then we also have uh, our Patreon. We do patreon.com slash tadpog. Let me pull that up. It's one of my new one of my new things. Yeah, I've I've given you that duty because I am so afraid that I'm going to miss somebody, and it's. I mean, I'd rather that way be your fault. It's not okay. I, yeah, I don't care. No, I think I think that people are more forgiving of you. So I think if you miss somebody, they'd be like, "Ah, it's cool." I thought he's got a bunch of kids. He can forget you. Fuck him. It's fine. <laughs> we don't expect much from him anyway. <laughs> so I want to give a. Uh, uh, see, I p- thank Brian Betts last episode. So I think I believe today we have even more platinum member Brett Miller. Hell yeah! Up in that Patreon. Thank you so 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 very much. We got some executive producers, I believe, as well. 
We do. How about we save that for the very, very last. Very, very last. Very, very super last. Because okay. uh, what I need to do is see if Platinum member Brett, I need to see if the executive producer order has changed. Oh, okay. Uh, so our th- Ian, what's our theme song? It's um, Moves by Sycamore Drive. Where can a link to that track be found? Um, in the link. There's a link, link to yeah, it yeah. in the show notes mm. at tadpog.com. Perfect. So how do you guys want to close this out? Very slowly. How about this? Platinum member, Brett, I'm going to get you on the next episode. How about that? Because I can't load Patreon right now. All right, so we'll close it out like your favorite sloth. Or favorite taffy. Your favorite taffy. Oh, your favorite taffy. Taffy's slow, right? Taffy. Taffy. I love how you say taffy. 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 Yeah, I, I want to say even he says his own name like that when you choose him. Like, Taffy. Yeah. Taffy. All right. Taffy. Like he's from Brooklyn or something. <laughs> <clears throat> so until next time. Tropical. Tropical. Capricorn. Come up here. I'm up here. Taffy's up here. Uh, this show is executive produced by Grim1383, a.k.a. Usurper Grim, uh, God Emperor Alex Pena, Cousin David Galino, uh, Lord Mulaney Dennis, Platinum Member Brett Miller, uh, The Eightfold Daniel Abernathy, Executive Producer Dig Dougie, and Master Cycle Baron Kevin Link. Yeah. Thank y'all. We Thank appreciate you. it. But the Cocker Spaniels, I, I hated Cocker Spaniel, Spaniels when they were popular, like the mid-90s, you know? Or yeah, the, I, ha- I had one. That was like the dog, right? But they yeah. always like, I don't know, I got I got almost punched in the eye by a snout of a Cocker Spaniel, and I fucking hated him ever since. <laughs> and I thought this dog was a dachshund, right? And then I'm looking at its ears, I'm like, no, it's not a fucking dachshund. Yeah, that's, it's, that's it's some a lot Cocker, of Cocker Spaniel, Spaniel ears. And of course, what do he wants to do? He wants to get right up in your face and like, lick you and like, Ugh. My ex-girlfriend so. had a um, Cocker Spaniel, and I fucking love that dog. Yeah. Because, like, she had a Winnie the Pooh toy, and she humped it constantly. <laughs> the girl Yeah, it was nice. great, man. Nice. I remember just... I remember... Uh, she's like, get that, honey. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, buddy. I remember sitting there watching, like, Final Destination or something on her parents' TV, <laughs> and then the dog just... Humping poo across the living room. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, this is more interesting yeah, than this movie. <laughs> so I was cheering her on. Get it. Get it. Yes. <laughs> like, and I stayed with that girlfriend because of that dog. Oh, look, she's, she's sniffing it. Oh, no, she's licking it. Yeah. Oh, she's doing it again.